BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody dds welcome into the program episode 2725 the final episode if you are in the free feed maybe one or two more if you're over there in the platinum that's one of the reasons to subscribe you get more episodes it's fun anyway welcome to the program uh, happy day after the Super Bowl. I know everybody uh, in this uh, group is quite a down. We were all we all had money on the Chiefs, and uh, boy, we're all just feeling that today. I I put upwards of uh, I don't even want to tell you how much money I put on the Chiefs, but uh, I put a lot of money on the Chiefs. <laughs> I uh, uh, let's just say I put some money on the Chiefs. Okay, I thought that they would at least. <laughs> what if i what if i literally then just started sobbing like you guys think it's a bit and before you know it I, i'm just here crying going, somebody tell my fucking wife i put money on the chiefs you start packing a, a suitcase in the background oh right i can't i can't fucking believe it. oh there's somebody behind me i got a green screen i put money on the fucking chiefs. um can i tell you a fun story though uh sure i like stories and i like fun sounds like these have both things yeah i mean you know temper your expectations a little obviously. <laughs> it's not right. that great uh Last week, I think it was Thursday, Zoe came out of her room of, of having been in her her PE class, which she got an, she literally got an award for PE <laughs> and she's still mad about PE. She's just like, ah, PE is so unfair. She was like she came out ranting about how her, her teacher uh, there's extra credit. The extra credit is you, you got to pick. You got to pick one of the Super Bowl teams, and if your team wins, you get bonus points. That's not fair. How is that fair? I, I don't care about football. Why why am I being punished for being... I'm like, well, you're not being punished. That's why it's bonus points. That's why it's extra credit, which you already have 100 in the class. You you got the award, literally, for the highest grade last semester. Why are you even worrying about this? And uh, I was like, well, you picked the Chiefs, right? And she's like, no, I picked the Bucks. I was like, ah, oh, I would have told you to pick the Chiefs. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything other than I thought I heard that the Chiefs were favored to win. So I was like, oh, boy, this could be because like I, I could just I could see the, the next rant coming down the pike. Like <laughs> she's going to be mad all over again when the Chiefs win. So we did actually have a rooting interest in the game because of this dumb uh, PE class. And uh, so it was a very happy day for, for the Belknap household. Like, as we watched uh, Tom Brady run up the score, it was like, hey, this is, this is great. We don't no, have to deal with an angry child tomorrow. Good for you guys. I don't know if you heard. I put money in the fucking <laughs> uh, You know, we watched, Oliver and I watched it. Uh, Danielle uh, watched just the very end of it. But uh, 
This was the first full football game that I've watched since the Bears were in the play uh, in the Super Bowl. What was that? Ten years ago? I don't even know how long ago that was. Hmm. Um, was it the year uh, that I think the first year of, the, of Never Not Funny or the so it would have been 2007 maybe? Is that was it that long? I, I know I went to John Caponero's house because he had a bunch of Chicago comics over to watch the game, mm-hmm. and uh, so that part of it was fun. And uh, uh, but this was the first full game that I've watched in ages, and even though it was very lopsided. I got to be honest, I, I very much enjoyed it. I enjoyed hmm. seeing like the the, the, the um, uh, defense defense sack that guy. Not, not that I was rooting because I actually was rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we heard. <laughs> put the fucking money I put on my hat to. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I just something about it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, you know watching it with my son. Watch. I mean, I was surprised there were no girls in hot pants up in cages dancing. That surprised me. There was nobody. Nobody got to keep the football when it went out of bounds. I found that a little uh, hmm. weird. I mean, these rules are interesting. Uh, but they're not the same rule. But nobody danced for a TV at halftime there in the, out in the field. Yeah. Yeah. They don't quite do it the way the, the L.A. Kiss used to, which is to their detriment. I think they could learn a couple of things. They're missing from, out, aren't they? From Gene and Paul. Yeah. They uh, I, and I will say this when it comes to and this is this is just a good a good tip for you young aspiring comedians uh, saying, uh, hey, how's the sports ball game going is never funny. So just stop tweeting that out. Stop tweeting out. Oh, who is it? The Pirates versus the Gingins? Not funny. You don't, you don't give a shit about football. Who cares? That joke was done. I'm not kidding. Fifty five fucking years ago. And football's only been around for fifty one years. I don't know if that's true. And none of that. No, that was actually accurate. Super Bowl fifty five. So you were right uh, on the, the double. Ball. Nickel. They missed out, by the way, by not calling it the double nickel and going with those goddamn Roman numerals. When can we stop with that? We, we, we don't do any of those with the Romans. I, I, I will I, tell you this. I was confused for a little bit because I guess the was it the Neil Lomb- the, the Vince, Vince Lombardi trophy. Yeah. I don't know who Neil Lombardi is, but I'm sure he has a very nice plumbing company. Um, <laughs> putting the trophy in the middle. That may be. If I may, Elliot, that may be the funniest thing you've <laughs> really, ever said. Do not gloss over that. Do not gloss over the fact no, that you that just... needs to be acknowledged. That needs to. Speaking of trophies, you need to receive one. <laughs> you need to get. You know what, Matt? Go and steal one of those uh, certificates Zoe got and give it to yeah. Elliot for this. Because you know what, I'm going to say it. He should receive the Neil Lombardi trophy for that. <laughs> that was god damn it elliot I, i'm not kidding this this is the day that you just go into a booth and do tech and you're not part of the cast i wouldn't turn your camera uh, off yeah <laughs> take, you're your, done. take your earbuds out you don't need to hear it you don't need to talk you turn your microphone off all of it just everything everything about it was perfect elliot the throwaway nature of it the... that, that's why it worked it was good for yeah. once he just tossed something off instead of putting way too much emphasis on it yeah <laughs> That plumbing was the perfect uh, occupation. Everything about it worked. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Retire. <laughs> Go out on You're top, done. just like Tom Brady, who probably won't retire. But that's all right. Fair enough. Should do. No, 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 no. You, no, we said you stay. You have to do your job. You have to do the tech aspect of it. Oh, that's it. true. Um, uh, go ahead, though. Your point was they put the trophy right in the middle. They put the trophy right in the middle. And, and, and it looked like L.I.V. Like, like it looked year. like 54. So yeah. when I was looking at it, because I don't know the Super Bowl, uh, I wasn't sure where we were at, what we I were know. doing. That's bad. To me, that's bad graphic design. And yes. by the way, I had the argument in my head of like, yeah, you know what? People will figure it out. It's fine. Don't don't give us a hard <laughs> time. It looks cool that way. What do you want it to be asymmetric? Like the whole thing. You know, uh, Elise had because we had that same conversation in our house yesterday. <laughs> and Elise had a very interesting theory about it, which is that LV is also like the, the brand Louis Vuitton. They right. put LVs on all their shit. Like it's just like that's right. their thing she thought maybe they didn't want their logo for the super bowl uh, 55 to look too much like a louis vuitton thing for legal reasons which oh. feels like a stretch but i maybe that was some of the calculus i don't know 
could be. But well, again, they, just go at 5-5, five, five, and then you don't have any of these issues. None no, of these issues. They can, just go they with can the double never, nickel. They've committed to the Roman numerals. They cannot break away from it now. And, and I realized that, that you know, they were trying to reach the, the Utes with the halftime show. But why isn't Sammy Hagar doing the halftime show? I... I well, I can't think of <laughs> there's many, a lot of reasons. Many, 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 many reasons. But that would have been uh, great if he had did, did a little cameo. We were. T- I mean, I guess it's because of COVID, but it's weird that they not only picked a like a pretty fringy artist to be the halftime show. Like in a normal year, the weekend never gets that call. But no. then also they didn't have what they usually have, which is other people coming in and guesting wouldn't that have been nice to have some welcome guests join that uh i have to assume it's because of covid right it but uh, but then they had a seven million sort of nazi colored underpants face people but nobody cares if they die that's not a a concern (laughs) somebody had the great jokes that that was the most masks they've seen people have worn in florida since this uh, oh Yeah. That's the best. Certainly uh, more than we're in the stands. I mean, everybody had their nose sticking out. Like there was a lot of half assery. There, well, I know. In fairness, they're all vaccinated, right? That was the premise. Everybody in the stands was vaccinated. No. Ro- in- oh, incorrect. Is that I thought true? they all were. I thought we they were looked, all frontliners I, that were vaccinated. I thought that too. So we looked it up. It was like thirty five hundred frontline workers who had been vaccinated and twenty two thousand other people. No, see, this is what's confusing to me. I was, I, I read that there was only seventy five hundred people in the stands. Uh, maybe now, I got uh, and then, then I don't know. Conflicting reports say twenty five thousand in the stands. Garen, you're gonna have to clarify this. I'm I'm speaking secondhand from what someone else like. I think no, Matt, Matt I've seen both things too, so I'm 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 very confused by by all of this. I thought it was seventy five hundred frontline workers who were vaccinated that were in the stands, and that was it, other than family and so on, who also were oh, tested or vaccinated before right, they were allowed right. to be in a booth. Yeah. And again, I, there's a there's a 100 percent chance that I got that. Information. I mean, and everyone. So if that's the case, they're still wearing masks and that's to their credit. But I, I swear to God, every time they cut to someone, they were like touching it or pulling it down or pulling it up or messing with it. Like their nose was sticking out or something was wrong. God, yes. The goddamn coach had a fucking feed bag on his face like <laughs> like an idiot. I've never seen anyone with such a bad mask that was so poorly fitting than Andy Reid. That was insane. Well, he had the microphone on underneath it. So it was that's why it was so big. Oh, but it looked like it was sagging. It was sagging, but it, but he, oh, that's the, microphone, why? Okay. the microphone was sticking it out. So it actually yeah. he was doing he was doing his best to have a mask on. I guess. But everyone else uh, had the like the other coaches had the microphone in front of the mask. I don't yes. Know. This, this gentleman chose not to do that. <laughs> well, I, I found I mean, maybe this is why, but I found it funny that like one of the coaches was had the mask on, but then was, was still doing, doing this. that. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I always thought that was for reading lips. Maybe they're they're somehow hearing him. No, I think it's is it, for for I think it's no, probably it's, habit. I think you're right. It is the yeah. lip reading. It happens in baseball too. They and it started like 20 years ago where they just start putting their hand the, the glove in front of their like and even professional baseball players are like what a waste. Nobody's reading your lips. Yeah. And by the nobody's, way, it's nobody's been shown that you can't. Like it's very well, hard. Like if if you're in front of somebody, like you're face to face and you're you're hard of hearing, you might be able to do that. But the whole they've tested it. Like I think Mythbusters did it or something where you you can't. Hmm. You but there's definitely I think it's probably now part of the media training that athletes get because you see it in every sport. And I think it's just because what if this is the one time I mean, every time I see players doing it because they, they do it at the end of soccer games because players all know each other and they're talking to the 
you know player on the other team who they know and they're always talking and i'm always like what kind of shit talking is happening where you feel like you can't <laughs> risk getting your lips read so i it always makes me jump to oh they're just gossiping like this they're just awful <laughs> gossips and they're just talking trash about whoever or whatever but it, it's probably because one time someone probably got busted saying something that they shouldn't have said and the camera caught it and then on, because of the internet everyone's it's going to be looping and everyone's going to be like ah this guy said that uh, that you know that guy's an asshole and now we're all you know now someone's in trouble because he didn't cover his mouth uh i mean if you've watched bad lip reading you know that that lip reading can be turned into almost sure. anything so maybe that's True. it that they just don't want don't anybody to have the chance to even do that yeah, i yeah. think they're dumb hillbilly athletes that go you know what cover your mouth so that the other team can't read your lips from 400 feet away <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, baseball, you ba that, my point is, it didn't happen in the 70s, and baseball went on. The game right. went on. Nobody was like, hey, we lost the World Series because so-and-so read the lips and knew that that was happening. Like, it just... Well, that was before technology made it so easy to cheat with well, they cameras. Sure. Sure. There's no question about that. People um, are clanging garbage cans, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady was on the Patriots before. Am I remembering that correct? Yes. Yes, sir. So maybe, maybe that's why. Yeah, he's a cheater. <laughs> Everybody knows uh, it. He's very good at his job, though. He Let's is, not dismiss that. I, I, yeah, especially like I don't like you. I don't like him as a person. I think I, I, think <coughs> I, I probably disagree with his politics. I never oh, I you would. I never even liked the Patriots, even though I grew up in New England. But uh, but I do like excellence. I know uh, it's a weird thing to say, but I like even if I don't like the team or the player, I like like Tiger Woods. I don't know. Uh, I, I was fascinated by him when he was younger and then he turned out to be kind of a shithead, but it's still to me interesting to see someone go for a record that nobody else has been able yes. to do. Like I like to see if it's possible to see if someone can do the yeah. thing that no one's done. I, I, that's interesting to me. I agree with I, the idea of excellence, which is why I go to Jimmy John sandwiches. That's why I go there. <laughs> the, the, I, I, whatever they, I can kill any animal he wants. Those sandwiches yeah. are Par excellence. Well, it's the same reason why I won't throw away my my pillow because it's just when you when someone achieves the ultimate pillow, right? You can't you can't discount it. I don't know. Maybe he's not the best person. Well, it is it is actually on sale, so you can count it. But I understand <laughs> yeah, what you're saying. Uh, to hey, by the way, did you see that any of that that guy used the word cyberly and that was making the rounds around the internet? Oh yeah. And you're like, look at this idiot using cyberly. I'm like, uh oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh. oh. Pardo used that once in an opening left credit. Oh, boy. I thought you... See, I always get this wrong. I thought you said it because you were making fun of Trump saying it. No, I actually said it. I uh, said, said it. we're being attacked cyberly. Right, like I, right. I, was in the, I was in the middle of a rant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, in fairness, Elliot, what did I say on the most recent Jimmy's Records and Tapes? What's the word that I... In all earnesty. Oh, earnesty. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> I say this with all earnest. In all, with all earnesty. Like, and so, of course, Elliot, you put up a picture of Ernest from Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh, that would have no, been... That would have no, been good. But that's, not, put, where, that's not the direction I went. I he went, went with, with a uh, picture of the uh, a graphic from the dictionary that it, the word earnesty doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, I allowed it. I don't mind it. Right. If I make a mistake, who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. That's the problem. When you're on when you're ranting, your brain doesn't yeah. always yeah. give you the right word. And in this case, it uh, didn't give me any word. It gave me <laughs> something I made up. Well, here, Here's the thing, though. As much as that is funny, uh, I knew what you meant. We all know what you meant. Everybody yeah. know what I, right. I it's like a perfectly. It's a perfectly good word. Yeah. I like when people make up a word. That isn't real. Oh, shit. We were watching that Britney documentary last night and somebody said something that isn't a word. But I was like, but it should be. It's great. Like, we all understand it. Like, just like you said, Elliot, we all understand what he means. And that's awesome. So why Matt, not? Where, where, and by the way, I want to make sure the audience knows we're listening to. Uh, we're talking about a documentary at the moment, Matt. If yeah. there's any way oh, we sorry. can work into that. I just slipped uh, right in. Where is that documentary located? <laughs> uh, it's. I think you're going to like it. 
on Hulu. It's on Hulu, documentary. <laughs> What's it called? Get Off Their Back or something? It's actually it? part of a series I didn't know existed, which is like the New York Times has just been doing this oh. series of like one hour documentaries about different. So it's only an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour and 10 minutes, maybe. Um, zip in, zip out, right? Yeah. It's, Hit her one more time I and mean, scram. Honestly, that was the major draw for me. My A friend of mine watched it and he was texting me about it. And so I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And I was like, oh, an hour and 10. I'm in. Like, let's do this. This is the perfect. Every, everything should be that long, uh, except for sitcoms. They can stay 22. That's perfect. Uh, 100%. We, by the way, we're watching The uh, Lady in the uh, Lady in the Dale uh, on uh, HBO Max. The Lady in the Dale about the car, The Dale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman who uh, 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 promoted it and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away. Never it's, heard uh, about it, but I'll check it out. It's uh, We are two. We are one and three quarters in. Danielle fell asleep last night uh, during the second one, and we are enjoying it. I, at least I am. I don't know if Danielle is. It's a, it's a fascinating story. I've seen, I've seen things about that story before, and it's just, I'd be very interested to find out how, if anybody kind of talks about how she convinced them of things. Hey, that, I will. Uh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Watch, watch the documentary. That's all I would say. Watch the documentary. Well, she, she was a salesperson, so that's part of it. Yeah. Um, watch the doc. I'm watching docs. But, but I will say, uh, if you're if you are on the fence, this might push you over the fence on the Britney thing. Uh, two friends of well, one for sure friend of show, and then a second. Uh, I don't think she's ever been on the show, but she's in our world. Uh, two different people were talking heads in this Britney thing, huh. and those two people. Huh. See if you can guess, guys, who would be have anything uh, who, who would be turned to of, in our in our uh, group of friends and, and, and frequent guests on the show? Who is uh, would be considered an authority on Dave Holmes? Dave yes, Holmes is what I was going to say, too. Exactly. Dave Holmes is in it looking great with his covid hair. Um, <laughs> he's got a, just a wild mane going on up there. And uh, and then the other one, I don't know if you guys do you know uh, Barbara Gray, the comedian. Yeah, I do know Barbara Gray. Yes. Yeah, um, she's in it because she's uh, she did a podcast about uh, Britney, and I guess yeah. maybe still does. Um, but yeah, we know her from doesn't doesn't she do the show with Brandy Posey? Isn't that uh, she Barbara also Gray? does? Yeah. yeah, ladies, right? Ladies, ladies' night. Ladies <laughs> to chat. Lady, ladies to, lady to lady. lady. Lady to lady. Lady to lady. Thank you. Lady to lady. Speaking of friends of the big show, fresh bed. Elliot, you got your joke in. Let me sing Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's fair. Everybody, everybody uh, would like to hear you sing. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, Matt, Matt Bronger, I believe it is. Yeah, he was in a big, uh, had big a very nice commercial. Yeah, yeah. In the Super Bowl, good for him. Mm-hmm. What uh, I, I know anyway. this is very morning radio. Uh, the day after the Super Bowl, that uh, did anybody have a favorite commercial of the uh, commercial that they watched? Oh man, there was one that made me laugh, and now I forget what it was. Um, well, I'll tell you, maybe this will spark you. We, Ellie, uh, Oliver and I enjoyed the uh, the lemon one. I think it's for Bud Light. Yes. That where was, yeah. Like, I hit my face with lemons. That made us <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yes. Like, yeah, that made me laugh, too. I literally said to Elise, seeing someone get hit in the face with a lemon is funny. <laughs> it was funny. Especially <laughs> the guy who is making fun of the other guy and then looks up and gets hit by a lemon. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it. It made, me, it made me laugh like an idiot. Just like I used to laugh at a guy getting hit in the balls with, whiffle, with a wiffle bat on America's Funniest Home Videos. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. It was so gr- Like, the, the, the sound effect of the squish when it hit, and it was mm-hmm. just... Like, they really got it right. It was violent and just crazy. I was Nailed concerned, it. I will say this, about the lack of masks in all of those commercials. Like, they're, yeah. they're commercials that were, they're talking about when we get back to real life, but right now we're doing this. And and nobody's wearing a mask in these commercials. Mm, yeah. And I think, especially that uh, weather tech, uh, where they show, we, we haven't gone anywhere. We've been yeah. working the whole time. And they show you working without a mask on. It's like, yeah. put a mask on. That was yeah. the weirdest one, because I think they... 
I think the original, like, I think the, the, like, first and the, what they wanted to convey with that message of we never left is that the jobs never left the United States. Like, we, they never right. sent jobs overseas. There was here. But a bunch of people working in a factory without masks on definitely conveyed we never left work during COVID. Like, that's, <laughs> that was the oh, message yeah. I got from it. I was like, I don't know if you want to brag about that. That's It was an odd up. choice not to have those people in masks. It yeah. was like, yeah. And it must have been some weird advertising thing because across the board that was the case. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's, I feel like that's a thing in television in general right now, which is there's no right answer because if they do wear it, it's distracting and like like TV shows that incorporate it into the plot have to like figure out how to it's, it's just always in the way like they always have to go oh yeah and so anyway here's my map or like we're standing this far apart and it, and it distracts you from it but if you don't do it then it's like it, it, why are you pretending this doesn't exist like you're you're sending the wrong message well that's why i can't watch the goldbergs they don't have the mask they're not, they're, they're not even acknowledging that's what's going on i really felt like they should have had an episode where marty mcfly comes back and brings covid with him and then they all have to it's, wear masks it's very confusing I, I i guess this week i'm mad on the goldbergs is where the husband does something where he's not supporting the wife and she calls him out on it but then by the end uh, he yeah. then does it uh, he re, uh, reverses his action that's gonna be this week on the goldbergs i i i mean i look forward to it because you know last week was the one where the wife goes too far into in trying to micromanage her children's oh. lives and uh ends up driving them crazy yeah but then at the end she kind of then realizes it and and it fixes it right yeah well i mean luckily yeah. i mean i did not see this coming but the kids realize she actually has their best interest at heart and <laughs> oh, she does good. love them <laughs> it is interesting uh so that's i wonder which one will happen this week it'll be uh <laughs> By the way, and I, I, we're making fun of that show. I still love that show. 100%. And um, it, it's it's frustrating that we were able to watch two episodes per night. We were literally averaging two episodes per night for three months, I think. And now we wow. have to wait like weeks for a new episode. And it's very it is, torturous. It's insulting, right? Get yeah. those episodes out there so I can enjoy them. Crank them out. I need Big Tasty. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that guy run with his oddly shaped body. <laughs> That he uh, that they he emphasized. I'm, he I'm, does. That's what he does for for humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, you know the other night we watched um, uh, not Valley Girl the uh, the original. We watched Valley Girl the musical. Did anybody happen to watch that? Anybody no, happen I to didn't see know that? It was existed. Where is that? It is on I don't know, Netflix or you know uh, okay. Amazon Prime or somewhere. It it is it's a jukebox musical mm-hmm. uh, that stars nobody you know. And uh, at one point. The guy who plays the, uh, well, you know, some Mae Whitman is in it. Um, and um, there's some cameos. Deborah Foreman shows up for a second. E.G. Daly shows up for a second. Uh, but the 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 preppy guy, remember remember the premise was that the, it's the Valleys versus the, the Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. And a girl's dating the most popular preppy. And then she likes a guy from Hollywood, you know, a bad boy. Uh, the preppy guy is balding and has the worst hairline in the world. And so at one point he he says, "Are you wondering why I'm doing this, and I, or are you wondering why I'm 55 years old?" <laughs> and uh, that's the joke that we made, and uh, that yeah. I made, and Oliver wouldn't st- couldn't stop laughing. But uh, I did not know who it was, and in the credits, it's Logan Paul. Oh, jeez. Uh, Logan Paul is one of the stars of this movie. Huh. Um, he's not a good actor. Yeah. He wasn't a bad actor, but he wasn't a good actor. But I I have to imagine that when the when they made this movie in 2018. The producers had 
We got him. Oh, my God. This is going to be huge. This is going to be huge. We, he, we got he him. He's going to tweet out about it. It's, the movie's going to be huge. And then he it ends up being one of the biggest fucking assholes on the planet. And a complete pariah, I think, at this point. Right. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Maybe he still has a following. Is it, so, it was definitely Logan and not Jake Paul. Because his brother, Jake, is also is was an actor and was on a Disney TV show. No, this is Logan Paul. Because okay. I, I recognize the name. I, yeah. I, didn't, I don't recognize him because I don't know him. And I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. They look Except very that he similar. is having some parties right now. And I was not invited <laughs> and that's the how are you gonna get immune to the disease if you don't go to his parties right herd mentality elliot you know that mm-hmm. herd mentality mm-hmm. uh garen did you find out uh, going 15 subjects back how many what was the the, the split <laughs> yes. in, in the crowd at the it Super was Bowl? indeed twenty five thousand fans in attendance Interesting. approximately 7500 were vaccinated healthcare workers all right, so let me ask you a question. How, what does it seat? Does it seat 100,000 people or does it seat 75,000 people? It definitely wasn't full, but it's not as big as the Rose Bowl. I couldn't, I, just oh. from looking at it, I would say it probably seats 50 or something. So it's probably half full. Half full, huh? Hmm. Or is it half empty? You decide. Well, but well, let's let's wait and see how many people get COVID before we decide yeah, right. whether it was half full or half empty. I, I did have another question about the Super Bowl and and specifically the weekend. Is it possible he's from Tampa Bay? Maybe that's why they picked him. No, I, I think they picked him because they couldn't just put a jar of mayonnaise out there to entertain anybody. <laughs> that guy has zero charisma. Um, yeah, I did like the mirror thing that was in when he was in the mirrors. I thought that was it, kind of fun. I I. I uh, I th- Christian Finnegan had a great tweet where he said the, the, it's basically that joke from the Musician Magazine about GTR. Remember that? I've quoted it many times. GTR and all, he, all the guy wrote was SHT. That was his review. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And, uh, so uh, Christian Finnegan went the weekend without the E, yeah. S-T-N-K. And uh, <laughs> that made me laugh. I just I found that just very, very boring. I, I don't think he's got charisma. I don't think he's got the charm of a he's not oh, a man he's not a dancer is like you you there's there's rock bands that have done it uh that are fine but the best ones are the people who have huge hits they can mm-hmm. sing they can dance right. uh they they're entertainers like uh i was listening to a radio thing on the way and talking about it and um you know bruno mars probably nobody's favorite artist but he he has the skill set he delivers it doesn't he yeah mm. um like he's he's basically just like a xerox of your favorite 80s artists like yeah. <laughs> like layered on top of each other but he knows he he's a great dancer uh, uh, he has a great voice good singer uh like he has uh the hits that you know and recognize and that's what you need but i i, mm. I really i i keep going back to like this really felt like an intentional choice to not have a big star <laughs> like it, is it, it, it Matt, Matt, i'm wondering because remember they got they got so by the way ridiculously they got blowback last year for shakira and j-lo and you know being in uh scantily clad meanwhile the cheerleaders are taking a a break uh from you know, shaking their asses on the yeah, sideline right uh but god forbid somebody else do it while they're singing uh i'm wondering if it was that like hey let's just go bland hmm. this year because last year we had to deal with Mm. phone calls people complaining that their children had to see such nonsense yeah yeah but then the diaper face head <laughs> you're really upset about those diaper faces i it was very disturbing i it, mean I, it was ups- like just the sight of lots of people dressed the same with underwear on their head is chilling like it, it was a horror movie yeah. like it was not it, it was very was. horror movie yeah and, and to go in a different direction what did you think about uh the vocal sound i thought it was horrible I thought it was. Right? I, thought, I thought the auto tune was up to a thousand, and it's like br- bring bring that down a little bit. Let's hear some of you. 
I, and, and, I think but, that's but just I also the, thought like they weren't they weren't piping his microphone to us. We were getting from the speakers. I which agree with that. It huh. might have been a choice, but I didn't. I don't know that I liked it. I wasn't paying that close attention. I will say that that guy legitimately has a very good voice. So, but like, there's a lot of production techniques, you know, involved in his t- the style of music he makes is very, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever processed. I guess so. Um, maybe they were just wanted it to sound like the records. I have no idea. It. Uh uh, but very quickly to circle back to the Valley Girl musical. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't need to watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I liked it the most in this household, and I just liked it. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's my, my, lo- my nostalgia for growing up in the 80s. You know, that's all my, that's my, that's my teen years, and that's everything. And so I loved that aspect of it. And the, and the, the wardrobe woman should win an award because there's never been somebody that's dressed people more of the era without looking cartoonish. Like she mm. got the jeans and the shirts, like everything was right about the, the costuming. But uh, the movie itself is uh, not great in any way, shape or form, but uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, Oliver and Danielle uh, didn't know how to react to me when I said, I, I kind of liked that. And they're like, well, glad you liked it, dad. But uh, here's a, here's a list of reasons why you shouldn't have. <laughs> and uh, I think he may still be in the other room on that list of reasons. I should not have liked that movie. And it's one of those where I, again, he's not wrong. It's uh, and she, and Danielle's not wrong. It's, it's not good, but the nostalgia for me uh, worked. I'm somewhat ashamed to admit I've never seen the original Valley Girl. Uh, I don't know why I missed it. I should have watched it at some point. I never did. Either. Um, I haven't seen it either. I've seen it's one of those. Go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Matt. Well, I was never. just going to say, I've seen much lesser 80s teen movies like Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And, uh, <laughs> and then that awful camp movie, Give Me an F, which is, is ridiculous. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it's literally called Give Me an F, and it's about uh, teenagers at a summer camp fucking. I think it's a cheerleading camp. Yeah, it's a now camp, we're talking. It's a camp for cheerleaders, and they're all just having sex because it's like, Give me an F for fuck. Because <laughs> we're gonna, all going to fuck. It's the 80s. That's what we did, man. We, that's what we did. That was Reagan was in office, and we fucked. See, that's that like, was the 80s. We were, before we started, we were talking about the weirdness of generational, like the way they define generations, the fact that you're eight years older than me, but you are, we're both technically Gen X. You got to experience that, but by the time I was old enough, there was the AIDS uh, epidemic and the, mm. the, the, the scare, like everyone was, right. like we were just indoctrin- you know, indoctrinated into being so scared of sex because of AIDS, and perhaps rightfully so, although I don't know if a bunch of kids in rural upstate New York rolling around in the hay is really going to be high risk in the boy. That's a good point. At the same time, though, Matt, I I will. I will. As a guy that lived it, you missed out, man. (laughs) No shit. No one's more aware of that than me. They they handed out my my high school. They handed out condoms at my high school. That's how like like prevalent the AIDS. Yeah. They, we, we got it too. And then we wrote Led Zeppelin. We blew them up like balloons, wrote Led Zeppelin on the side and floated them around the campus. And then we fucked underneath the floating condom. It yeah. was unbelievable. I was, I did not do anything like that in high school, but I wish, I wish the kids luck that did. That was not uh, to be part of a scene. Wait, we had one uh, other question for Garen about the uh, so the size of that stadium. Oh yeah, Garen, sixty-seven thousand. Uh, so about a third-ish. About a third. Two fifths. Hmm. Yeah. Well, didn't they have thirty thousand cutouts also? That was they the other weird cutouts. thing. The cutouts made it look full in wide shots. Which and did you hear how much the cutouts were? A hundred bucks. Bucks. Hundred bucks. I found. That, I thought that was very reasonable. Pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Yeah, it yeah. must have been hard to get one because like I, they must have sold out in seconds. 
right? Because remember, I wanted to do that for the White Sox when they mm-hmm. did it last year. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll do it again this year because certainly they're not going to have fans of the seasons at the start. But yeah. And the money goes to charity. Right. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll do it. And maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll. I forget what it is the most expensive to be right behind home plate so you're in every shot. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that this year. Go for it. And in fact, I certainly would have had the fucking Chiefs covered. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh I, I have one, other, one yes. other question about that. So, look, I wasn't paying attention to the Super Bowl. But my but like when I finally was starting to watch the game and before the score was anything crazy, um, they were talking about how this is like, like, you know, match of the ages, two powerful quarterbacks, all this stuff. Um, you all right, Jimmy? Yep. Okay. Just, just confused by something. I think he's wondering. Yeah, I was confused by that as well. <laughs> okay. We'll figure it out later. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> these two powerful quarterbacks, right? And then as the Chiefs started not doing as well, they started talking about an injured toe and some other things. Like, is this something that everybody knew? And that's just as a, as a casual observer, I, did, I didn't know. I didn't even hear that last night that there was some injured toe. Oh, yeah. Toe. They were saying that he, especially towards the end, they were saying that he... Um, Mahomes? Uh, Mahomes, yeah, was having trouble getting out of the smell pocket you later. because <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I say the name Patrick Mahomes, I have to say "Smell you later" because of that uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. Idiot! <laughs> I am Mahomes. Smell you later. <laughs> Love it. No, they were they were kind of like it seemed like they were trying to explain it. It wasn't his fault. His team had like 65 penalties that put them in the fucking hole. Well, but then they were also talking about how, I guess, like the lead, their lead linebacker was out. And so they had to shift people around. No, like, no. is right, this well, something that everybody knew? And should Jimmy, basically what I'm saying is, does Jim, should Jimmy sue the, <laughs> the NFL for ruining his betting because they didn't tell him about all these things? I think that that information probably was out there on the sports page, but I didn't look at it. I just went mm-hmm. to my bookie and I said, you drop as much as money as I have in my bank on the Chiefs. <laughs> wow. And uh, mm. I am taking... Uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, Kimberly Clark is joining us. I just watched Kimberly Clark's uh, special, uh, Tiffany Haddish Presents, and um, over there on the Netflix, I want to say it is. Yeah. And uh, uh, very much enjoyed her special and uh, immediately, immediately booked her on this program. Uh, that's how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I also want to point out that uh, if you're looking at the video, this little thing here is I cut myself shaving. Mm. Uh, my usual German-made blades, I'm out of stock on those, so I had to use a a fill-in, and I was like, hey, this one's not all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what happened. I was talking, I was literally going, hey, this isn't a bad razor blade, as I, I, as I then dug into my face, and this did not stop bleeding for hours. Oh, God. It was one of those, Jeez. and even though I put the little... Styptic pencil. It's crazy. Um, I wouldn't have even noticed it if you hadn't pointed it out, but now I can't stop so, looking at it. <laughs> it's so... I know, I mean... It's, uh, it must it's, feel like it's like radiating to me because it, it still kind of hurts too. It's one of those. Oh, where yeah. It's, yeah. oh my God. It was. Uh, don't, pull, don't pull at it because you might cause it to bleed again. That's all right, man. Everybody likes to see that. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Uh, Kimberly Clark is joining us. Uh, of course, we got it, uh, Oliver's trivia and mm-hmm. uh, it couldn't hurt maybe to do a couple of uh, stupid questions of the week. Maybe we'll see if we can uh, hit some of those. Uh, all that and more when we come back right after this. Matt Belknap. I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's going on. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously? Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak <laughs> of Factor. I'm going from I appreciate it. Uh, I'm more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus. Uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. Right. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the. Uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I've not, I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones. And I find that that's great with, uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you, you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just, I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their, what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S.com slash P-A-R-D-O-5-0 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2725. We are joined by, here's the deal, and I said this before the break, here's what happened. My son uh, is 13 years old. Oliver, everybody knows him. He loves stand-up comedy. He's crazy about stand-up comedy. Uh, So uh, we've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy specials lately. I... um, uh, I, I don't want to watch any stand-up comedy specials because I've been doing this so long and I can't stand comedy. So, uh, but to make my son happy, we watched these specials. And the other night, we watched uh, some of the Tiffany Haddish Presents specials and we watched this young lady that I'm about to introduce. We watched her special and I'm not kidding, the second it was over, I contacted her publicist uh, to book her on this program because I thought it was terrific. Uh, so uh, we say hello to Kimberly Clark. Hello, Kimberly. Hey there, Jimmy. How are you? Good. It's nice to see you uh, again. I know that we did a show at Flappers, uh, (laughs) 
and you um, to, I had to resuscitate your memory. Yeah, I, I literally, Kimberly, I'm yeah. not kidding. When we watched this, this your special last week, I was like, I, I literally felt like I was Bud Friedman discovering a new piece of talent, and I couldn't uh, wait to start. To, I go, this new girl, Kimberly Clark, she's fantastic. I'm going to be the first to know about her. And uh, and my wife and Oliver are like, book her on the show. You got to get her on the show. And it turns out we've done shows together. Yes. Okay. We have. Well, we I'm an flappers. asshole. Let's just. Uh, Let's just put that on the table. I'm a prick who doesn't know uh, anything. (laughs) Anyway, Kimberly, the the truth is, and I I just said it, I I thought your special was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. In fact, I texted these guys immediately and said, watch the special. I'm going to book this woman on the show. Um, In fact, my son is uh, runs around. As I say, he's 13. He still he quotes one of your jokes. Uh, Oh, cool. Isn't that the the highest compliment? Right. As a comedian, like, that's all, it's almost, that's like getting a, an Oscar for me, you know? That's like the highest, highest compliment for somebody to, to quote you, because it's like you'll, you'll live forever, you know? It is, well, but, I, and, and, he, and he loves, the, the thing that was, I'm so lucky in that I never have to uh, lie to my son when he t- says, hey, Dad, I watched so-and-so special, he's really funny, and I have to go, Jesus Christ, yeah, he's a good guy too, son. I, I, <laughs> Luckily, he likes good comedy, so he is quoting great stuff around the house. And uh, the one that he's quoting is your your throwaway on um, when you're talking about the mumble rapper, and uh, yeah. uh, that beat still slaps. <laughs> he, <laughs> he quotes that like if, if there's a, a song playing, it'll go. I don't know what that song is. That beat still slaps. <laughs> Loves it. That's amazing. Um, Tell him no, thank you. I What's will. What's your son's uh, name? Uh, Oliver. Oliver, tell Oliver, yeah. thank you so much. Um, I, I will. appreciate uh, that. If we're ever back in the real world and we get to go to Flappers again uh, in person and do shows, you will certainly meet him because he is now of the age where I can bring him with me to comedy shows and uh, he can sit in the back and hear me say the word fuck 4,000 times. So it's... Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say I'm relatively clean, so, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about... Yeah. Yeah, you know, Kimberly, I'm glad you brought that ears. up. Because your, your special was squeaky clean. Like, it really... It was impressive to me because I, I swear way too much on stage. And so when I see a comedian do 30 minutes without swearing, it's very impressive. It, 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 uh, is there a reason why you've chosen not to go dirty or blue at any point? Or is it just who you are? Well, I can't say that I didn't cuss at all during that set because I, there were a few expletives in there. <laughs> so I can't take the credit for being like squeaky clean on it. Um, but I am a preacher's kid. So um, I have a little bit of that going on (laughs) in my background. My father transitioned in 2015, so it's not like he was, well, he's listening from heaven, but, um, you know, his parishioners that, you know, he used to pastor, they're still around and listening. And, you know, I have relatives that are deep into the church too. So I'm very conscientious about how I was raised and, you know, I, I do take that into consideration. However, language is just language, you know, mm-hmm. and you can cut somebody out without using profanity. I've done it several times. <laughs> so it's all about, it's all about intent, you know, with your words. And to me, you know, I'm, I'm on stage talking and um, performing. And to me, that's a completely different, um, a completely different story than, going off on somebody and actually cussing somebody out, you know, cursing them out. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. So. Um, well, again, I wouldn't know how to curse somebody out without using the F word 4,000 times. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. 
Um, I've got a filth mouth, and it's uh, it's ridiculous <laughs> how much I swear. It's embarrassing how much I swear. Well, and you went, uh, you even went to a hypnotist to try to stop swearing, right? That's true, Kimberly. That's one hundred percent true. I went to a hypnotist Did to, you? to try to stop saying fuck uh, because I was saying it too much in my stand up. And I wanted to stop saying it, and it didn't. Who it did. told you you needed to stop, though? I did because I, I it was it was really distracting, uh, taking away from none of my jokes. Uh, one joke needs the word; none of the other ones do. But I would pepper it with that word over and over and over, and it just, you know, when you, when you hear that too much in a joke, it sounds like a comic being lazy that he's he's, mm-hmm. he's using fuck to get a laugh. And I wasn't even doing that; I just was saying it. it was, I don't think it was helping the joke. Uh, right. if, if anything, it was hurting it. So. I went to a hypnotist. Uh, this is 100% true, Kimberly. So I went to the hypnotist and I, I bought however many sessions, uh, whatever, buy six, you get one free, whatever the hell it was. So um, it didn't take, and it was frustrating her. She's did you like, have a Groupon for this hypnotist? I did go with a Groupon, yeah. Okay. I did, yeah. I had a Groupon, and then I, uh, I coupled that with an Evite, and uh, everything worked out well. Um, wow, so, old man. You are, what's that? Wow, old man. Shut up. Uh, if, I, if I may, and I know that the, the hypnosis didn't work, fuck you. How about that? That's, that's what I said. So uh, I went, I did five sessions, Kimberly, and it frustrated the woman that was trying to hypnotize me because you, you, you're supposed uh-huh. to, you replace one behavior with another, which is how hypnosis will work. If you substitute another word for fuck, then it'll work. But anything that I would replace it with sounds ridiculous. Like, uh, look at this bloody guy. I'm not going to sound stupid. So, uh, so she gave up on that. So at the very last session, she's like, I'm sorry that this didn't work. Is there anything else that I could help you with? And I, at the time, had a thing where I would chew on drinking straws. Like it was a thing where I would just chew on them like out of a habit, like out of nervousness or anxiety. So I would chew on them and it was giving me really bad TMJ. And she uh. said, okay, well, let's work on that. And then, uh, and this was 15 years ago. I have not chewed on a straw in 15 years. So it worked. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I still say That's fuck good. like a sailor, but uh, <laughs> I'm not chewing on straws. Kimberly, I want to uh, talk about the, your special because what I found interesting was that you guys shot this during the pandemic. And so the audience, I guess I'm curious, how, how big was the audience? Were they obviously, were they wearing masks? What was the, how, tell, tell me about the production on this thing, if you could. Yeah, well, everything was, was COVID uh, compliant. Um, everyone was tested. Everyone had masks on. Everyone was spaced out six feet apart. You know, whoever you came with from your bubble, you know, they were seating, seated together. But it was really awesome how um, Paige with Push It Productions along with uh, Wanda Sykes, how they had the whole set design because it really felt like you were inside of a club. It was really cool. Um, even though we were outdoors. Wait, you were outdoors? Um, yeah, we were outdoors. Oh boy, that did not, you, wow. it did, did it not read like, like that. No, did. not at all. Yeah. It was amazing how they did it. Huh. And even um, performing on the stage, you know, it. it they definitely um, were able to give it that intimate feel, you yeah, know, like you were in a crazy. club. So it was uh, pretty cool. Now, the fact that people had masks on, for me personally, the first night, it looked like eyes wide shut. Like it was really <laughs> strange. I was waiting for to hear the piano, remove your shoes. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is freaky. But, um, the second night I was, I knew what to expect and I, I pretty much, you know, it was smooth sailing. I mean, both nights were smooth sailing, really. Like I really enjoyed it. I went into it, um, just wanted to enjoy the whole moment. Cause you know how when you're taping, you're nervous and 
you know, you're just thinking about your set and thinking about this and thinking about that. I was like, I really, really want to soak up this moment, you know, that Tiffany um, gave us, you know, this opportunity because, you know, you look back on these things and you're like, damn, I didn't really enjoy it. You know, like I really didn't get to just take a breath and just really take it all in, you know, because I was with a lot of giants in comedy too and that was another thing that was very intimidating (laughs) and i was just like you know there's tony woods there's godfrey you know barbara carlisle these are people that you know have been doing it for several years and have huge fan bases so yeah i i really enjoyed it it was awesome you know, it, 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 you bring up a great point. You know, when I did, I'm going to really be old man Pardo here. When I did Caroline's Comedy Hour back in 1992, um, okay. I got, I literally flew to New York, did the thing, and, got, and then got back on a plane. And on the plane, I was like, did that even happen? Because I was exactly. so in my head. Like, I don't know if I got laughs. I don't know if I enjoyed myself. Like, I literally had no emotion whatsoever when it was done because I wasn't, I wasn't in the moment. So that you bring up a mm-hmm. great point. Yeah, that happened to me when I did Lopez Tonight, which was my first um, TV appearance doing mm-hmm. stand-up. And I just remember being nervous as hell. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I remember, nerves. Right. And playing ping pong with The Rock because he was one of the guests. Wow. And they had a, a ping pong table in the back, and so we played ping pong. And I kept hitting it. And look, I grew up with a ping pong table, so I'm good. <laughs> The rock is fine, and so all my skills just left because I'm looking at him <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> trying to hit the ping pong ball. It was sad. Good for it you. I, I I think I would have been too nervous to even play ping pong. I would have been pacing in my dressing room and scared and knocking on the door. There's the rock. Want to play ping pong? No, don't even know how to talk. That would have been me. <laughs> if you looked at my Lopez set, you could tell that I was I was incredibly nervous. You can. I, mm-hmm. I was. I I can see it. Maybe other people can't, but I definitely well, that, was. I mean, that's literally 10 years ago now, right? I mean, you had yeah. to be probably just fresh in the business at that point. It'll be 10 years uh, in February. Mm. We're in February, We're in right? February. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're also in a pandemic, <laughs> it, it so I don't... Blends. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, just one giant month. It really right. is. And yeah. as soon as we get uh, vaccinated, which uh, I think uh, any day now, they're going to come down to my age group and uh, I'm going to be there. And then you young kids can get yours when the time is right. Uh, but I'll get my walker and go. And yeah, I, I guess I, 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 Matt, now you made fun of me. Are they telling the people about the uh, the vaccines via Evite? Is that why that was on my mind? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. If you're not signed up, then you should definitely get signed up so that you can uh, get that, okay. that invitation. Um, I, 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 I heard think, the website was really confusing. Why, first of all, wh- how are they going to make it confusing for senior citizens of all people? Yeah. Yes, right. It is, Kimberly. It was. We. Uh, I. I had to make appointments. My wife and I for my in-laws who live in North Hollywood, and we were on. It was like I, I equated to trying to buy concert tickets. It. It is. It. We finally got <laughs> a couple of appointments. And they went for their first shot, but it was days and days and days and hours and hours and hours of being on the internet trying to schedule them to get a vaccine it's like why is this so effing difficult it shouldn't right. be yeah no not let's at go all. go door to door knock on the door who's in there 65 and up give him a shot move on that's how it should go <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know about door to door door to door kimberly why <laughs> are you against weird. that <laughs> i don't know it's kind of weird <laughs> i think it was put them in put them in those tranquilizer dart guns and then when people come out of their house you shoot them with it 
Love it. That's going to be much quicker than what they're doing now. Right? This thing's Now that's aggressive. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I mean, look, it takes care of the problem of some people not sure if they want to get it or not. Guess what? You don't get to choose anymore. <laughs> yeah. Do, do. Switch, switch. Uh, that gets on my nerves too, these people that are talking about Oh, I, I don't want the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. And then they'll go to Popeyes and eat it. <laughs> like, who are you? All of a sudden, you're concerned about your health? All of a sudden? Yeah. Like, if you are not living off the land in the middle of nowhere, you can't tell me anything about you not getting the vaccine. You need to get the damn vaccine. Yeah. Here, here. I'm sorry. I, uh, I just got emotional i'm glad that you did <laughs> i don't want to miss this moment by the way you guys know i love that chicken at popeyes you guys know that <laughs> it is good, it is I, good mean, chicken. I, yeah. I like the spicy i get the spicy yeah um kimberly when you so you're outside which is weird to begin with they're all wearing mm. masks were you able to yes. hear the laughs Yes, I could hear the laugh. Good. For okay. sure. And I could see shoulders doing this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was great. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Boy, I, again, I'm, I guess I'm just blown away. I had no idea it was outside. Uh, I, I wondered as I was watching and I was wondering that, but I was like, it doesn't look like it's outside. But right? it, I, yeah. I, my brain was like trying to process that. But that's so cool. Uh, and like, I like that. I mean, I don't know what it was like there, but the sound of the laughter didn't even sound like it was coming through masks. It just sounded like a normal, like if you didn't know, if you watched this in 10 years, you wouldn't necessarily know that's when it was taped. Unless right. And I think they probably wanted it to come off as evergreen too. And mm -hmm. not so much, right. you know, yeah. hey, here's a pandemic of special. what we're going through. Right. Yeah. The pandemic special. Exactly. Right. Yep. We were just uh, and we also filmed uh, where Richard Pryor did his special at the Long. It was at the Long Beach Convention Center. Wow. So we were on the patio, but of course he filmed inside of the actual building. Wow, that's but awesome! That was really cool. Of course, because that's where where we did our um, group interview. That's where Richard Pryor did his special. Nice, which uh, was awesome. So did like he use up all the swear words the last time he was there? Is that the situation? <laughs> what, Elliot? I'm sorry, I stepped on your joke. What? I said, did, did Richard Pryor use up all the swear words the last time he was there? <laughs> See, he didn't go to he didn't hypnotize himself to stop swearing, and it paid off. What am I yeah. worried about? Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. I'm, not as, I'm not as good as Richard Pryor. That's a problem. Okay, <laughs> so, guys, problem solved. Um, I uh, that, that's by the way, uh, Kimberly, you brought up another thing. I, I that's I like that about these uh, these specials as well. That little group interview thing that is yeah. at the top of the show with Tiffany talking to you guys and you talking about the craft a little bit and then cut to uh -huh. you guys on stage. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I kind of felt like a fish out of water in some of the conversations because um, they really did, a, a, most of the comics there have done a lot of road work, whereas most of my career has been based in LA. I did NACA, like I, I did colleges for a couple of years. But um, I really wasn't like a road warrior, you know, like like a Godfrey, like a Tony Woods, Barbara Carlisle, who's been doing it for 44 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like really worked the road in a real way. In fact, I believe Dean Edwards, Godfrey and Tony, um, they were on the road right before doing the special. Like they had gigs that they could go to. I had to scrounge up shows. Yeah. Like there were a couple of LA um, outdoor shows that were going on. So I did get some stage time to be able to prep. I, I did those God awful zoom shows. Right. Ugh. 
<laughs> like, but I did what I had to do. Sure. You know? Got to get the timing and got to get the, you don't want to look rusty doing your, your special. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, perfect. You mentioned on the special that you used to work at LAX. What did you do at LAX? So I worked in the baggage service office, <laughs> a place where I developed very thick skin because <laughs> uh, nobody comes in there happy right? ever. Yeah. Like if somebody's coming in the baggage office, it's because they don't have their bag. Right. <laughs> like that's <laughs> bottom line. Um, so yeah, so I used to work a lot of overnights there. It was, yeah, I, I could probably write a book about that life. I've had so many lives. I also worked at the Laugh Factory. I don't know if you, if that came out in the interview or not. Did, I don't think it did. What, what did you do there? So I worked in the offices with Jamie Masada. And then he had me um, at some point hosting as well in the club. But yeah, he's that was like my first um, first club I've ever been into, like a comedy club proper. Right. And just really my first taste of everything. And the time that I was working there, I got to see um, Rodney Dangerfield before he died. Oh, so wow. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he obliterated the room. He came in in like a robe and mm -hmm. it looked like pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that in his pants. That, huh? I think I was, well, he might've done that more than once, but I saw him at the Laugh Factory not long before he died. And he, he literally was in a, like, ba like pajamas and it was creepy. Yeah. Cause like, it was like, it like being in, I was near the front and I was like, I'm not sure I might see something I don't want to see right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> For real. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, Kimberly, when you worked there, was it, and you were in the office uh, with Jamie at the Laugh Factory, was it a lot of you saying, hey, Jamie, Dane Cook, line one. <laughs> Jamie, Dane Cook, line two. Jamie, Dane Cook's on the to, phone. Yeah, he, he used to call Aisha mm -hmm. Tyler. Um, do you remember Bob Marley? Sure. Yeah. He, that he, used to freak me out because I was like, his name is Bob Marley and he's white and Canadian. You know, like yeah. I used to really get like confused. It, uh, that. that should have been a name change. I think that Bob should have changed his name because every he would walk. Please walk in Bob Marley. And he walks out and like, oh boy, disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he would talk about the weather in Maine for four hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, that would be. It's like funny. That. I got to talk to Butch Bradley the other day. Oh too, my god. He remembers me from, you know, working there and stuff. And, you know, he was just blown away by, you know, the full circle moment of how I ended up, you know, doing stand up. And he right. was like, you were an imposter the whole time. That's God. what he told me. <laughs> I haven't heard the name Butch Bradley forever. Is Butch still doing comedy? That's I don't mean to yeah, be dismissive. He's, in, he's doing a residency um, at the Stratosphere in Vegas. Oh, wow. Good for him. Nice young man. Yeah. He's not young anymore. He was young when I knew him. That could, uh, oh, look at this 20-year-old. Good for him doing stand-up. He's probably 45 years old now. Um, Kimberly, what, what airline did you work for at LAX? I worked for America West Airlines, or as the customers would say, this is America's worst airline. <laughs> I'm like, we've, we've heard that joke a thousand times. Of course. Be creative. <laughs> um, boy, you bring up a good point, though. And anytime I've gone and have to go to the baggage claim, it's... And your bag's not there. You're you're in a bad mood, and somehow you want to blame the person behind the counter, even though logically you know they had nothing to do with it. But right. yeah. and they're really you're just there to help us, but we're mad at you. I'm still mad at Look, you. <laughs> I used to work. I used to work with these ladies. They were no joke. This one lady named Lori, when they would get in her face and try to cuss her out, she would gingerly walk 
uh, from behind the counter and take her glasses off <laughs> and walk toward them and they would <laughs> clam up. Love it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Uh, now, Kimberly, I don't know anything about you. Are you in a relationship? Do you? Who do you live with? Do you live? You could also tell me it's none of my business. Yeah, it's none of your business. God damn. No. Um, I I was in a long time. I mean, I addressed it in my I addressed it in my special that I was in a long term relationship, right. and um, yeah, that ended like in 2019. Mm. So, uh, so perfect timing yeah. to get back on the dating groove in the middle of a pandemic. So perfect <laughs> for you. <laughs> horrible time yeah. to do that um and now after the special too you know i'm getting interesting messages in my dms and oh boy so, this would be the time yeah that's been interesting <laughs> <laughs> are you are you getting are there creeps what are you getting i mean some are nice but i'm not i'm not responding to anybody that i know smart don't know don't excuse know, right. me um, all right, Kimberly yeah. Clark is with us. Uh, let's uh, let's get to Oliver's trivia question. Matt Belknap, do we have a, a, a sound uh, to alert people that that's happening? We do. Yes, we have a few options. I'm gonna go. What? I guess I go with this one. Oliver's question is on its way. Oliver's question is here to stay, and Matt will probably get it right. That's not okay. All right, there we go. There's the great theme song. I forget. Is that Mike French? Who gave us that one, Matt? Oh, man. Let me look it up. I, why, I don't know why it doesn't say that here. I'll, I'll find it. Um, All right. But you know what? Um, what? I always mean to start that right when he starts singing i feel like it's unnecessary to have that six seconds of just piano for no reason i, I don't mind it it sets it sets the tone of what's to come okay I think it's fine all right um all right now listen here's again here's how it works you're gonna bet anywhere between zero and 25 i'm about to give you the topic of this week uh kimberly again as i mentioned my 13 year old son writes these uh he writes them on post-it notes and uh he's got the handwriter uh, handwriting of somebody that doesn't have hands they, uh, his handwriting <laughs> is atrocious and uh, I will uh, attempt to decipher uh, what he's written down. Okay. Uh, for instance, our topic is how comical, how comical, uh, which if you looked at it, you would say uh, you think it would say hun comic to L. <laughs> so um, but I have to assume that's not it. It's how comical. So now you're going to bet anywhere between zero and twenty five. Oh, and Kimberly, what I failed to mention to you in the break, uh, if you get this right or if you uh uh, win via the uh, bet, uh, you win $5. Really? How am I going to get that $5? I will Venmo it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> how dare yeah. you How dare you question our fidelity? Yeah, you're going to get the money. <laughs> now I hope, now, you know what, Kimberly? Really, now I'm actively rooting against you. Now I hope you don't win because of your <laughs> negative energy. Look, I need laundry money. Okay, All right, come yeah. on. All right, I'm so ready. how comical? Write down your bets. Uh, that was okay. all, uh, by the way, the Oliver's question theme is from Tyler Brubaker. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you to Tyler Brubaker. Oh, that's right, because then we talked about uh, Joe Don Baker for four hours. <laughs> uh, yes. One episode because of that guy's name. Uh, all right, how comical is the topic? Does everybody have their bet in? Uh, Sir. Sure. All right, here comes, the, uh, here comes the question. And again, uh, okay. What punctual comic strip character has a partner whose name means pillar of strength? What punctual, punctual comic strip character oh, yeah. has comic a partner whose character. name means pillar of strength? 
Okie dokie. Wow. I, I, I don't think, I, I can tell you this, I don't have a chance. To, are you pulling out your phone, Kimberly? Did I just see you looking this up? <laughs> I'll send you quarters for laundry, Kimberly. I put it back. I put it back. How <laughs> dare you? How, how you even dare you? How would you even look that up? I, mean, I guess I you could look up what pillar of strength. Yeah, that, yeah, that's where you would start. But um. wow, I don't have a clue on this. Why does he do this? Your uh, son is smart. What uh, punctual? He is. He is smarter He's, than all uh, of us. Punctual comic book. We're just we're waiting strip for the, character. We're waiting for the day when he can just take over this whole operation. <laughs> we don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, because he's on his way. Like he likes comedy, smart. Like he should be able to just do this for us, and we can just sit back and collect some passive revenue from whatever we <laughs> from creating it. I guess I don't know. Well, why don't I become one of those YouTube parents who forces their kid to do a comedy show? And, and yeah, hey, hey, does hey, son, he want to do comedy? He does want to be a stand-up comic, Kim, and uh, I say Kim as if that's acceptable. But uh, he, uh, That's good. No, you can. Uh, uh, I'm doing everything in my power to tell him to do anything else um, than do stand-up because uh, we know how hard well, this is. Well, when you tell him that, he's going to do it. You know, know that, that, right? Yeah. So just incur- make him do a YouTube channel. And then he's going to hate you. And then he won't. I don't want him to hate me. I think uh, that's what it comes down no. to. I, I don't want that. I want him to. You can't have it all, his- Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right, great. You know what? I, I hope he does stand up and I hope he succeeds. And uh, I hope he uh, does a podcast. Oh, hey, here's a fun piece of trivia. I learned this from the Alley and Bean podcast. Okay. During the pandemic, this is not the trivia question, but this is just a question. Everybody okay. can take a guess. Yeah. During the pandemic, how many new podcasts were started? Oh, God. Uh, just give me a, a round number and, and I'll uh, go gonna... ahead. Give me your answers. I'll say 300. You think 300 worldwide? You think 300 new podcasts were started? Oh, worldwide. The, worldwide? I thought you yeah. meant. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> I, I was going to say 10,000. 10,000 for Matt. And All that, right. And so that might be low. That feels low, actually. But OK, Matt says 10,000. Okay. Uh, Elliot, Garen, Kimberly, so, uh, is there any qualification to this? Is it just like just made? Like, where did where did they get the data from? Do these are that? these are. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if I'm just, I'm just I mean, new, to, new podcast. I will say 100,000. 100,000. Uh-huh. Elliot? 100, and again, this this is information I got from the Ellie and Bean podcast. Bean got the uh, info on this and brought it up okay. about how uh, this is how many new po- new how many new podcasts were well, launched. And his is one of them. So, I hope you're right. <laughs> yes. He better not be talking shit about it. <laughs> I, he, he was not. Okay. I'm going to say, say 18,000. 18,000 for Kimberly. Right. Nice. Garen? I'll go 90,000. 90,000. Wow. Wow. I will tell you that uh, Elliot is closest with 100,000. Oh, God. Uh, the answer is uh, like 878,000 podcasts were God. launched during the Bless pandemic. It. Oh, my goodness. 878,000 new podcasts came out. That's ridiculous. Okie dokie. Okay. Well, that that's, that was fun. <laughs> right? Wow. I mean, yes, that's right in all of our days, Jimmy. Like, what? Uh, what's the normal? Like before the pandemic, what oh, was a normal uh, before amount? It was a uh, uh, good question, Matt. In 2019, it was 300,000. Okay. Uh, huh. In in 2020, it was close to 900,000. Jeez. Wow. Triple. So three times uh, yeah. the amount. Wow. Uh, that everybody thinks. Well, now's the time to jump in. Right, I'll, I'll compete with Conan O'Brien and Joe Rogan. I'll give this a shot. <laughs> Sir, you own a gas station in Ohio. Right, see what happens. I don't know why this is so startling to me. I, right, Kim? <laughs> Do you have a podcast, really Kimberly? Is. 
I was, um, I'm in the process of starting. <laughs> okay, there you go. I was going to say, if you don't have one already, then you definitely need to get in. You're, well, again, you're, those were the numbers yeah. of 2020. 2021, as far as I know, nobody's done it. So now's the time to really jump in. <laughs> um, all right, uh, listen. I, uh, all right, so here, I, I gave you the question. Let's go around the horn. Let's start getting answers. Uh, but first, let's address uh, what's going on behind Kimberly's head there. She's got, uh, yeah. not unlike a James R. Pardo Jr., she has framed album covers behind her. Yes. Uh, Kimberly, are they autographed or are they just uh, your favorite albums? What uh, Walk me through what the, what's behind you and why. Okay. So the first one is Roberta Flatt. Yes. Chapter two. Love it. Um, actually, the... Um, he wasn't necessarily my landlord, but he was like the manager of the apartment that I lived on in, in Hollywood. I used to live on Gramercy and he just gave it to me randomly. It was strange, <laughs> but I took it because I didn't have a record player. So he just gave you a Roberta Flack album like for no reason whatsoever? Yeah. He was just like, hey, do you want this? And, and I was you like, took sure, it and I'll framed it. it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like, I actually really like Roberta She's Flack a lot. Beautiful voice. Amazing. Second album is, um, this was my brother's and I took it from him. Um, it was Artists United Against Apartheid. That came out in the 80s, you right. remember? Sure, Ain't gonna play Sun City. It's Cat Stevens, right? No, that's uh, uh, Little Steven and the, and the Disciples and a bunch of uh, uh, other folks that came together to do that song. And then they also... Uh, uh, there's some uh, individual songs on there as well. Uh, Capital Records, But it's maybe? the people from Bruce Springsteen's band, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I call him Cat Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who'd you call? Did you call Bruce Springsteen Cat Stevens? <laughs> no, no. The dude that wears the do-rag. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah, that's little Steven. That's Steven Van Zandt. Steven Van Zandt from... Uh, Steven Van Zandt. I always call him Cat Stevens. I'm no. so glad you guys corrected I, I, me. I see it. There's, there's <laughs> a, the Steven is you're, you're in a safe place here, Kimberly. We'll, we'll, we'll help you out. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. Did you watch The Sopranos? He was also the guy on The Sopranos. Uh, who? Uh, what was his name on The Sopranos? I forget now. I, I couldn't tell you for one cat, million dollars. The cat? <laughs> it was not cat. Oddly <laughs> enough, it was Cat Stevens. That's why. Uh, that's why he was just one of him. Tony's little like minions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the and last then, one is Sheila E, who is it, huh? like nice. one of my greatest inspirations. Like she, I love, love, love Sheila E. Do you play a a, a snare drum? <laughs> No, I, I played clarinet and tenor saxophone, a little bit of piano. Love it. Love I it. wanted to play drums, but my band teacher needed a tenor saxophone player. So. so you did that. And where did you grow up, Kimberly? Syracuse, New York. Oh. Syracuse, New York. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's a uh, here's old man Pardo. I saw Sheila open up for Prince in 1984 on the Purple Rain Tour. And uh, yes. she was fantastic. She's amazing. I, you know what I love about her is the fact that she was so excellent, like skilled, skills wise as a percussionist. And it's such a male dominated um, instrument. Right. But she was just good, you know, and, and I kind of um, identify with that being a stand up comedian, being in a male dominated um, industry. And just to see someone like her just be great and yet be beautiful and feminine and, you know, but just be skilled. And, you know, it's not yeah. about, you know, I'm a woman and, you know, which is a great thing to be proud of, but she came just with pure skills alone. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. about 
you know, let her in just because. I mean, she was playing a lot of people under the table, and she still does. She's yeah. fantastic. She's amazing. I 100% agree. She also, if I may, she's living the glamorous life. <laughs> she don't need a man. to get touch. that in, huh? Yeah, of course. I got three jokes, and that's one of them. Uh, Kimberly, do you still play the clarinet and if so why don't you pull a Woody Allen and play it during your stand up set <laughs> or or Franklin Ajay he does oh, that that's right. I don't know if he oh, wow. I don't know if he does that in his stand up but I know he plays in a band in Australia or something hmm. yeah I got to meet him he's the best I love him yeah. Um, we just talked about him last week, didn't we? we bring did. up Frank yeah. and Jai on the show last week. He came up because we were we were doing the game where we come up with comedians whose last name begin with a letter, and it was letter, oh, that's right, letter A, letter A. So he came up, and yeah, right. I okay. was great, great. Franklin Jai's great. Jai, Franklin Jai. He used to love seeing when I was a kid, and he would show up on Carson and stuff like that, and just his tone and his tempo and everything was so much different than everybody else doing stand up comedy. Yeah. Uh, where did you meet him, Kimberly? Um, at the improv. Was that the when he came back for like, I don't know, a summer or whatever <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> right. And he was doing some um, some sets there. You know, it was rare. Right. So, you know, I was lucky to get to see him. Yeah. You know. Boy, oh boy I wish I would have had that chance because it, uh, again, I, I grew up watching He doesn't watching come him. out here often. I know. And yeah, so, I, I yeah. wasn't sure he was still working. I'm, I'm glad to hear he's still working. I would well, imagine this was a while ago. This might have been like two thousand eight ish, seven ish, maybe. Oh, okay. uh, that's uh, that's pre two thousand sixteen. So that was a better time. That's a, that was a good time. <laughs> it was pre yeah. pre election. Why did you say that? This is weird that you were saying that as if you were being sarcastic, but it was actually sincere. <laughs> I know. I, uh, again, when I said I do at my wedding, people thought I was being sarcastic. So uh, it's just the way I speak. There's nothing I could do about it. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, listen, let's get some answers. Let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's there at the Tri-Corners uh, of the Valley at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. Uh, Garen, how was your weekend? Good, good. It was, uh, you know, just same old thing. What did you do, Garen? What does Garen Cockrell do over the weekend? You're not a Super Bowl guy. What did you do? I watched a bunch of movies. I I finally watched In and of Itself. Oh, oh yeah. you watched In and of Itself. Now, hang on. Before we get deep into that, Kimberly, did you watch In and of Itself? On she did not. All right. So we still have to hold off on talking about this. Uh, so what we don't is get... it on? Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Oh, it's Hulu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a one-man show, Kimberly, about a guy that incorporates some magic, but also to tell you uh, uh, to look inside yourself to see who you really are. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm, is that the premise? Okay. I think that's it's, it's, it's philosophical magic, I think, is, is a fair way of putting it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, philosophical magic, of course, is the name of my band. If anybody wants to come and see us, we've just added <laughs> good news. We've just added a tenor, uh, added a tenor sax player. Oh. We've just added oh. this hot new artist. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was clarinet. What, what do you... She does. Uh, she, oh, okay. She'll play clarinet or tenor well, sax. Whatever you're the same fingering. Song. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I loved that joke in your act where you're talking. First of all, it's just a funny idea that you're obsessed with uh, the, the the what's that guy's name? Dudamel. Gustavo Gust- Dudamel. Yeah, Gustavo yeah, yeah. Dudamel. So cute to me. Yeah. Oh, oh my. my God. Yeah. But then when you like dropped the double read, I was like, wow, this is. Oh my like, God. The double read. This yes. is such a great pull. Like it's, I was like, okay, she definitely played some kind of a woodwind or something. Because like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was and my band teacher played the bassoon. So okay. I'm and, and quite familiar bassoon, with the double read. Like, bassoon is such a funny word. It was such a great like <laughs> word choice. I loved it. God. But that, oh, that thing about Gustavo Dudamel. Out, 
uh, just the idea of it made me laugh to begin with because I don't care at all about classical music. But when you live in L.A., you are forced to know <laughs> the name of the conductor of the L.A. Philharmonic because they're those thing those banners are on every street. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like for some yeah. reason, like I've had the name Essa Pekka Salonen in my head for 20 years <laughs> and I don't That's know why. Like, I don't know why I have to know that guy's name, but I have to go through life knowing that guy's name. Look, I never paid attention to Estepeca. Um <laughs> but when Gustavo came, it was just so dope to me because he was he just gave this youthfulness to the LA Philharmonic and yeah. uh, somebody told me what was that show that was on Amazon about the conductor? They said it was uh, mostly based on him. Mozart, oh, uh, Mozart in the jungle. Mozart in the jungle. Mozart, Mozart in, in the jungle, jungle yeah. yeah. But I don't know. He just brought this little rock and roll feel to it. And he has dimples and he's just so cute. I just want to give him a hug. He's on his second wife, though. I don't want him, want him like that. I just think he's so, I just think he's so, adore- like, when I see it, my eyes just light up when I see him. I'm just like, he's just a cutie pie. So funny. He just is. I do How love it. Often- yeah. Go ahead, Madam. I was going to say that the whole, for people who have it, you should obviously watch Kimberly special, but the, to not to ruin it, but the the joke is that you can't really cheer when you go to a, a concert at the Disney Hall. Like you have to be all proper, but like you just want to like scream out like yeah, like do the yeah. like, like it is weird that he doesn't really get that. I've like, he must get people. He must have fans like who come up to him afterwards and stuff. But oh, for sure. Well, you know when I went when I um I don't know if you guys know this, but I went to Arizona State University. Okay. So I used to work for a classical radio station there. Oh. And I used to have to go to the classical concerts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was with the sound engineer because they would record the live performances. And whenever somebody would cough or sneeze, I would have to write the time code down oh, no. so that they could edit it. Right. But I remember like after the performances, like the, the old ladies that give money and stuff like they'll be talking to like the conductors and mm-hmm. the, the um, musicians. It's funny. Yeah. And they'll be like, mm, that was beautiful music, you know, and I would see them. <laughs> it was just hilarious to me. I Love was it. like, Oh God. Yeah. That's not a um, demographic anyway. that people are chasing really necessarily. No, like, right? That's why I'm like, I could get to him if yeah. I wanted him. Like, had I known, You'd be the youngest by 50 years. Had I known years. he was having problems with his first wife, I would have tried to slip in there. But Would've been the time. What is the, the I, maybe you know this, what is the, how long do you get to be the conductor of the, does, is there a term limit or is he just going to be here for 20 years I got so that other guy was in and out I felt like in maybe five or ten years and he still comes back I think as a packer oh, I feel like he comes back and guest conducts or whatever but yeah. I really don't know what the term is I don't know if it's like being a president right just, seems I, like you I don't should, think it is you, I don't know because I, I saw something about the current conductor and like how they chose him and all that kind of stuff and I think it's just a matter of the patrons you know if they're bored with the previous person they want mm-hmm. something new mm. or there's oh. a board of directors who kind of decides, hey, ticket sales are down. We got to shake it up. I think right. that's kind of the way it goes. I think yeah. some people were disappointed when he cut his hair. I know I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he did have he had a great he had a great like uh, sideshow yeah. bob hair. Right. And he would shake it. He was it was like it was almost like he was like in a hair band or something. <laughs> it just made it exciting. And I love classical music to so, like study to and you know if i want to concentrate or whatever 
So I don't know. It was just he just brought a, a different vibe. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could sit through a symphony show for a million dollars. I uh, <laughs> not that can. I dislike it. No, Kimberly, I can't. I get distracted by the guy with that baton, and uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I have can't you ever, stick around? Have you been to Disney Hall, Jimmy? Ever? Uh, I was there for something that wasn't classical, like uh, some sort, maybe a seminar or something, some mm. show business thing that happened there. Yeah, mm. I, I don't remember. Like maybe not not an upfront, but something. I went there for. It's incredibly for cool. My job. Like obviously the outside is cool, but the inside is super cool too. Yeah. Like right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I've only been like once or twice, I think. The outside too, they have like little like they have like a little mini amphitheater outside too. Yeah. Like a little hmm. a little stage, I think, where they do little small performances. But it's really cool. You can have lunch outside of there. In fact, you know what? You bring up a point. That's why I was there, Kimberly. We went there once for Mother's Day brunch. That's why I went oh. there. It had nothing to do with show business oh. or anything. Okay. I went there to f- put food in my mouth. That's yeah. what I went there for. Um, and it was uh, overpriced. It was very expensive. It was very, very expensive. Well, they're, and, uh, they're catering to rich people who go to classical concerts. You know, yeah. we went yeah. because it was the only, uh, every other Mother's Day thing was booked and they had openings. So, yes, we, we, we overpaid so we had somewhere to go for Mother's Day. And... Yeah. We all left like nobody said it, but you could see everybody's face like not worth the money, not worth the money. Not it's a weird part of town. Went, people went to Popeyes. To. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I would have preferred you, Kimberly. I love that chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> uh, all right, Garen, you got an answer on this? Uh, uh, I don't. I, I'm I, the thing that came to mind, and I don't know anything about this character. I just said Beetle Bailey. Oh. Beetle Bailey. That is a comic strip character. Won't you come home? Beetle Bailey is not the name of that song. <laughs> uh, keep, keep that in mind. If that's what you wanted. If you wanted to sing, won't you come home? Bill Bailey. Now's not the time to do it. It has nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. But let's sing it anyway. Won't you come home? Bill Bailey. Won't you come home? The whole night long. That's fun. Um, all right. Well, Garen, I wish you a lot of luck on that. Five dollars will be yours. If the price is right. Uh, all right, let's check in with the lazy skeptic. He is in Palms, California. That's uh, he's behind Video Village. That is Elliot Hochberg. Oh. Elliot, how was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was fine. I got woken up by some birds on Saturday morning in your house. Mm. No, that would be more exciting than what I have to tell you. But um, <laughs> there were a bunch of crows that uh, decided to have. Uh, it's a murder of crows, but I don't know what their meetings are called. But uh, <laughs> like eight o'clock in the morning, uh, just I think, it, uh, I, think it, I think it's called a mass murder. A mass murder. Hey, hey come like on, it. guys. Still got I it. I liked it. I, I gave my hey, hey. You heard it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey is not, a, again, sarcastic and also not laughing. <laughs> That's the, usually la- laughing is usually yeah. the indication that something's funny. Yeah. And you, by the way, you, laughing is ha ha. To, uh, to use uh, Kimberly's uh, uh, formula, you didn't see my shoulders going up and down? I think I was I was too busy hanging my head in shame to look. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Hey. Um, uh, Elliot, I'm going to point this out uh yes, eight o'clock's not really all that early uh for me it is <laughs> i know it is but that's because you don't go to bed till four in the morning that's exactly accurate but, uh what do you get done listen i, I i'm a, a night owl myself but uh, you go to bed much later than me sure what are you getting done at four in the morning that you can't get done at 11 p.m there's there's nothing uh, look i've always been a late person like when i was a kid getting up at seven in the morning to go to school was not uh was terrible yeah uh and uh, once once I was a grown person enough, enough of a grown person that I would choose my own schedules, I would every job I had after I had my own apartment 
started after 11 o'clock because getting up before 10 just was not never a natural thing for me. I see. So mm. I, I don't know what to tell you, but as far as it's, it's no different than what you would do at any other time. And the only thing is that uh, obviously you can't call people and that sort of stuff unless uh, unless they're in another part of the world, which I have not taken advantage of. Oh, well, there's always time. <laughs> there's always time. Reach out. Now's the time to do it. Reach out. Yeah. Reach out and touch someone. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't that a song of some sort? I think that was a commercial for... Yeah. Diana Ross. Oh, is that Diana Ross? Reach out and touch Thank somebody's you. hand. Thank you. Reach See, out thank and God touch Kimberly's here, so you somebody's three white hand. nerds. It's actually can... written by um, uh, Nick Ashford, Ashford and Simpson. Oh, oh, very good. Wow. Make this world a better place. Uh, Ashford and Simpson, by the way, in case you're curious, their marriage is solid. Solid. That's what? Rock right. rock. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now that he passed away though, right? Didn't he die recently? It's been a while, I think, but yeah, he's yeah. no longer. He was, but. I think he was seven foot tall, right? He was uh, awkwardly <laughs> tall, I want to say. Speaking of, was uh, he? I think he was awkward, or she was very tiny. Or was but he's, he real short? But he seemed really crazy, to, to quote you, like a building. He was like a building. <laughs> that's, like, that's another one of my favorite jokes from Kimberly's oh thing. The, oh, thank so you. Funny. Thank you. Well, you know, you know so fu- women always complain about men being short, right? And mm-hmm. like, you always hear women say, oh, he had everything I wanted, except he's short. And so I was like, well, what about, you never hear anyone say, oh, he was too tall. Yeah. Like you never, ever hear women say that. Uh, and you'd think that you would hear it more because there's the looking up. There's all the looking up that you have to do. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of neck strain. It's yeah. Just, there's right? so many negatives. There's so many problems, as you, as you pointed out. But, but I, just, lo- yeah. I love the premise of that joke of uh, that. You always see them with each other so they don't look weird. And then they <laughs> you get one away from the pack. It's like you're like talking to a building. God damn. I'm paraphrasing the joke badly, but it's so funny. Yeah. It's all good. Um, all right, Elliot. Uh, so these birds woke you up. That's the yeah. is that the full story? I mean, that's well, it, uh, here's the, OK. So here's the thing. Here's the only reason why it even uh, comes out is because I'm like, like they were so crazy chirp, chirping and these were crows. They weren't like little birds. They were like, you know, medium sized birds. Like you can kind of tell the difference when a, when a crow is, is and it made me think, oh, is this the day the earthquake's coming? Oh yeah, because because oh. when animals start going crazy, right, they very often know something that that people don't. Um, thankfully, that was not the case, so I don't know what their problem right. was. Hmm. But uh, yeah. there was definitely some big some big to do with the crows. Something was up, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think they were counting? In the air. <laughs> Garen, Garen, don't do it. Don't do it, Karen. Um, Kimberly, <laughs> I didn't hear what you said because I was, was too busy one, ignoring Garen. Garen. Look at you. You're an <laughs> island assassin. Uh, okay. We're going to support this. All right. <laughs> All right. You got that fuchsia hair. I, I knew you was fierce. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fierce, Garrison? Are you fierce? Uh, yes. Cannot okay. be a word yes, to describe him that less is accurate. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we used to call him the mushmouth shy guy. Now he's do we still call him that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's kind of he's, he's he's kind of gone progressed past that. I don't know if he's all the way to fierce yet though. I think yeah. we have to <laughs> baby step into fierce. It's he's, a journey. He's starting it's here. Journey. It's like slowly moving down towards his mouth. The fierceness. <laughs> yeah. That's that's gonna be my 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 memoirs. Journey to fierce. The Garrett Cockrell story. <laughs> Love it. There you go. Uh, all right, Elliot, give me your answer. Well, I I I don't know. Uh, I at first I thought maybe Spider-Man because he's he arrives just in time, but then he doesn't have like a partner of any kind that I'm right. aware of. 
So I'm going with a weird gut instinct. I don't remember what the religious connotations of the name are, but I feel like it would have something to do with it if it's right. Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes. That's what I'm going with. Interesting. But I have no reason to believe that that's right. Okay. It's just gut. Yeah. Well, we'll find out uh, soon enough. In fact, let's get closer to finding out. Matt Belknap, give me an answer for her, please. Oh, get ready to hate me, guys. Um, There's a French comic book from the Uh 60s called Asterisk. Yeah. And his his buddy, he was a little guy, and his buddy was a big guy, and his buddy's name was Obelisk. Okay. uh, So the answer is Asterisk, which is a punctuation. It's a type of punctuation. Yeah, they're dead. Oh, punctual. All right, so the Interesting. An, your, so your answer is asterisk. Yeah. And he is arrogantly saying it is the right answer. <laughs> I am very arrogantly <laughs> saying if I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I would say lock it in 100% asterisk is the answer. Final All answer. Right. Uh yeah. Right, let's uh, let's okay. get uh, now that uh, we we somehow we we think we know the right answer, let's uh, like Kimberly and me give what uh, probably are horrible answers. <laughs> um I don't know why I'm bringing her down along with mine, but uh Kimberly, what did you guess on this? Anything? I said Marmaduke. I don't really know. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't either. That's uh, fair. um, I went, you know, I went punctual the other way, uh, kind of like uh, what Elliot did. Uh, And so I, and this doesn't make sense. And I don't know anything about comic books or anything. So I went with The Flash because I figured he would show up on time. That's a good point. uh, To places. What yeah. is, is that? The, is that Kimberly? Is that somebody telling me I got the right answer? Is that what that noise was? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Who cares? Life happens. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Is that your former I landlord wanting his record back? What was that again? Is that your former landlord <laughs> wanting the record back? He probably does. Hey, it's just <laughs> oh, hard to crap. me. I'm so do you, sorry. I, I, I don't want to make this weird, but do you think he was maybe hitting on you? Like when he gave That's you the record, point. was he interested, uh, romantically interested? Uh... I don't know. He was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's proof of it. The but first... I took the I took the record. Sure. Yeah. It looks great on the wall it's with a cool. white frame. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like it. I never played the actual record. The record is actually inside of the. Oh. The, well, let's get um, you a turntable. That's what it sounds like. You need a turntable from you. Turn know, turntables. Huh? <laughs> what what kind would you suggest? Though? Well, There's I suggest so you uh, turn turntables. Go to U turn turntable. U turn audio dot com slash pardo, and you'll mm-hmm. get yourself a discount of some sort. Free, free shipping. I think it's, it's free true. shipping. Free maybe? shipping. Yeah, they're one of free our shipping. sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Yeah. That's how and much they are. Very good records. turntables. And they're great turntables. Okay. I, my, mine is within an arm's reach. Uh, love it. By the way, Kimberly, I I I, I so love. As I mentioned, I have, I think I have thirty albums. When I don't have a virtual background, uh, in my mm-hmm. office, I have thirty albums up on the wall framed. And uh, oh, nice. So I love it. I love the idea of it. And what's uh, your favorite album cover? Oh. Boy, that's a great question. My favorite album cover. You know, I do mm. love the album cover to Chicago 16. It's a magnifying glass uh, looking at a microchip. I like that. I think you should tell us less than five of those, Jimmy. <laughs> Pardon? Is that an upcoming? You should tell us less than five of them. Oh, I see what you're saying. What's my favorite album cover for a future episode of Jimmy's Records and Tapes? That's a great idea. Maybe. Like I don't that. know. Um, what's your favorite album cover, Kimberly? Mine? Yeah, you put me on my heels. I'm putting them back. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll come at you with mine. Yeah. It's um, Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great. It's album. really cool art artwork because um, it has like 
all of these hip hop icons, like their faces. And it's like this weird, um, uh, it's hard to describe. It's just really cool. Just look it up. I was picturing Midnight Marauders though. What was I? I'm picturing the one, the low end theory. That was what I was, when you said that's that. a great cover too. Yeah. They use the same artist because yeah, yeah. it's huh. like that um, silhouette that's like in red. Yeah. Green. The red and green. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they basically did the same thing for Midnight Marauders, but the backdrop is just the heads of like all these different right. um, hip hop artists. And then when you look, it's so cool to like look at them and name them. You're like, oh, there's Puffy, Puff Daddy, there's uh, Nas and. It's really That's neat. Cool. It's cool. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to have fun, uh, you can show me that album cover and ask me to name all the people and then watch my head explode because <laughs> I don't know any. You don't listen to hip hop? Uh, again, my favorite album cover is Chicago 16. Um, That's the band Chicago, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. You I be. love Chicago. Of course you do. You love the horns. He's got a tenor sax solo right in uh, Just You and Me. <laughs> My favorite Chicago song is uh, Stronger Every Day. Feeling Stronger Every Day. That's off Chicago 6. Uh, it's a great song. Amazing. That's a good pull, too. You didn't go with like one of the big hits that everybody knows. Right. That's uh, nah. props for that. Nah. Because I don't know. What, I have no Peter idea what you're talking about. Be Panko. Uh, no, you know that. You've heard it in your lifetime. You heard it before. I don't know if I have. Um, no, I, I, I can't really to, to the point of I have 30 albums behind me. Uh, the only two that are not uh, white classic rock bands is I have the roots up there because uh, my friend Christine got that for me. And I have nice. a, uh, a signed Vanessa Williams album up on my wall. Uh, th- that <laughs> That's I random. It is. Uh, I used to be in the record business. And so I met her at a at a at an event and uh, she wrote that. I, and I, I bring it up for this reason. She wrote. To Jim, nice to meet you. See you soon, Vanessa Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her again, but uh, one day I will, and I'll bring it up like it's been uh, it's been thirty five years, Vanessa. You said soon, not soon. <laughs> she, she attended Syracuse University. Oh, oh. When that whole scandal came oh, yeah, out about yeah. her, you know, Miss America. Oh, that's right. Title, yeah. I was a little kid, and you know, hearing oh. about that because we were so proud of her. She was Miss New York. And, right. Yeah. yeah sure. Syracuse University. And what, what did she? She had the audacity to do uh, nude photos, right? Wasn't that yeah. all that was? And it was like prior to yeah. I mean, we, but, it, it wasn't even like by modern standards, nobody would have even blinked. It no, was, it was At like all, she, right. she had done some artistic photos in the past, and then Penthouse bought them and published them. Yeah. Right. It wasn't even exactly. like like it, like nowadays, someone in that position would like pose for P- Penthouse, and nobody would even think anything of it. It is, but, ne- exactly. but yeah, back then yeah. it was like these t- these tastefully like artsy, tastefully done artsy photos. It's crazy. It's so That's weird. Why I used the word yeah. audacity because it, it was even at the time it was ridiculous. Like. Uh, all right, here, here's your answer to the trivia question. Again, how comical the question was. Uh, what punctual comic strip character has a partner whose name means pillar of strength? Uh, Belknap's arrogance. Uh, I've never wanted you to be more wrong. Honest to God. You're, <laughs> you're not uh, the only one. I don't know how to not be arrogant in that situation. How would I supposed to go like, um, er, sir, I'm not really sure, but maybe it's asterisk. Like, is that what I was supposed to do? <laughs> Hang on a second. Is that, is that well, my son or my wife that just walked in? Get out. Get out. I got Kimberly Clark in the show. I think you started off with, I hate to tell you this, but no, I no. know the answer. I said, I said, get ready to hate me because everybody's like mad at me for being good at trivia. I don't know. Like, Here's the truth. If you look at the at the list of this season, uh, you didn't get any right all year. 
No, like, I know. Uh, it's, it, yeah. it's only two people out of 25 have gotten this thing. I think, gotten, yeah, it was basically from the like the last season, the early part of the pandemic, and then, yeah. I guess, isolation files. But whatever. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You got this one right. Congratulations. All right. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the answer is asterisk. Uh, uh, I forgot the, about them. The strip originated in France and is about two... Um, uh, Vikings or something like that? Two myth-aspired well, friendships who got powers. Mike, I literally get... I have to ground this kid and force him to uh, get better penmanship if he's going to continue doing this segment on the show. <laughs> it was... Uh, we're just, we're just bad, writing things in life. penmanship is a good sign. Please get me... Carefully, I do, uh, for what? He's going to be a doctor. That's what it means. Yeah. Oh, I, I exactly. hope so. Anything but a stand-up comedian. Please, God, let him be a doctor and not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Please, God. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations, Matt. That will be $5 coming to you, you. Uh, uh, soon. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back, maybe a couple of stupid questions, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, so uh, we'll be back right after this. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Kimberly Clark is on Twitter at Clark Kimberly L. She's on Instagram at Kimberly Clark Comedy, working on combining those or, or getting a consistent handle across all social media. But please follow her wherever you can find her. You're going to want to keep track of her as she goes on in comedy because she's fantastic. In fact, you can watch her on Netflix. Uh, she is right now on the Tiffany Haddish Presents They Ready uh, series. I guess it's a series of shows. Uh, I watched her special last night. I loved it a lot. And you will too. So check out Kimberly Clark on Netflix. Uh, meanwhile, check out Jimmy Pardo on Twitter. He's at Jimmy Pardo. And he's also at Flappers. This I think it's this weekend. Um, it's February, maybe next weekend. It's, it's a Friday, February 19th. So it's a week from Friday. February 19th, 7 p.m. show. Go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets to that. And... Um, you know, you know the deal. You can do. Uh, you can ask him a question. You can request a bit. Uh, he's going to do some crowd work in the Zoom room, so that'll be fun. Of course, this is the end of season twenty-seven. So as we're going into season twenty-eight, if you want to sign up for the Platinum uh, subscription service from NeverNotFunny.com, that will give you two extra episodes every week because we're doing the lettered episodes that come out Sunday night, and also the Isolation Files episodes where we play games with you, uh, listeners. Send in game ideas, and then uh, we spend an hour being subjected to your <laughs> game ideas which is super fun uh we do it from home i'm i'm at home and everyone else is at home uh playing games in zoom and uh in addition to that there's perks for the level two and level three uh platinum plus and platinum primo you can find out all about that on the website there are new items up for uh grabs if you are a tier two or tier three member there's uh, going to be a, a baseball cap which we're very excited about there's this coaster it says never not funny on it um it's laser etched into uh, slate. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. There's a, a, a jar opener. So just go to nevernotfunny.com and click platinum to find out uh, what we're offering this coming year for perks. And uh, that's about it. Uh, oh, don't forget Jimmy's Records and Tapes on YouTube every Tuesday. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, all that good stuff at youtube.com slash nevernotfunny. Enjoy. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earning. Earn in. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced earn in. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earn in. 
That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're in. <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. Kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. That's mm-hmm. what he just basically told us. That's and I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Not Funny logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the T-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2725. Uh, Kimberly Clark is with us. Kimberly has a great new special on Netflix uh, under the banner of the Tiffany Haddish Presents. Uh, there's a, lot, a bunch of great specials in that collection of shows. Uh, but uh, I, this is the one that uh, I booked immediately because I enjoyed it so much. And uh, my son, I, as I mentioned, is quoting it. And my wife, who interrupted moments ago, and that, there will be a talking to when the show is over about that happening. Um, we um, uh, all very much enjoyed it. Uh, so check out Kimberly Clark's special over there on the Netflix. Um, uh, so uh, Kimberly, we do a stupid thing on this play uh, on the show called stupid question of the week where Garen tweets out asking people to uh, ask us stupid questions. And uh, so let's uh, rifle through some of those. Matt Belknap, please let us know that we're here. All right, Garen Cockrell, please read a stupid question of the week, and we'll get uh, Kimberly's take on it. We'll jump in as well. A, B, or C? A. 
A J, uh, at J.O. Batty asks, do you fold your underwear? Hmm. I think we've I think we have answered this in the past, but I'm happy to answer it again. I, I don't mind anyone knowing that I, I actually roll my underwear. Mm-hmm. I do it like you do it a condor style. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but I call her condor because I'm an idiot. It's, <laughs> uh, condo. Is that what she uh, by the way, I'm, I need I need her more than anyone in the world, probably because my room, everything. I'm a mess. I'm, I'm a messy person. But uh, have never watched or read anything of hers. Is that is that her style? The rolling of the underwear. She likes to roll clothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, and, and like T-shirts, you roll it and you, you have it so that uh, uh, the whatever it is on the T-shirt points up, so you can tell what it is. I think mm. it's one of the things. I Actually, did follow I that advice. I, that's I did go to my T-shirts are like that, and you fit a lot more in your drawer, and mm-hmm. they stay nice and neat. Okay. And uh, then you, and you look down and you see what's on the uh, front of the shirt, and you go, "That's the one I want today." That's an example of a conversation I would have with myself. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, I, swear, I went on Pinterest. You can tell they have all types of ways you can fold things. It is the best. Like you could do little pockets and fancy stuff to organize you. You should check it out on Pinterest. Okay. You know, every time I go on Pinterest, for some reason, it, it asks me for way too much information, so I bail on it. Yeah, I, you, so you I, can't, yeah, you can't it, look at it without logging in, which I... Right. It didn't a, used to be that way. I'm offended by that. I'm like, no, I'm not going to play your game. <laughs> you just... Why don't you y'all want to log in? You got to log into everything else. I know, but for some reason, Pinterest wanting me to log in is the one thing that I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it, Pinterest. That's where you drew the line. <laughs> yes, but you're not You're not wrong. <laughs> Everywhere else, they'll say, you got to log in. No problem. More than happy to do it. log in everything else pinterest it it infuriates i just want to see this woman's scarf that she made that's all i want to do yeah it only comes up when i when i google image search something and the and the and the image is on a pinterest page i'm like i just want to see the picture i don't want to get into business with you guys like (laughs) exactly it's just like let me let me look at the picture like it's not facebook and i'm not like i'm not looking to forge new relationships on pinterest i just want to look at well you got to make a commitment with them i know you know they're drawing their boundaries yeah I should, I should just use my wife's login because I think she has one. So That's a good point. Go ahead and you know, sneak in on that and then buy a couple scarves. <laughs> That's right. I got my eye on a scarf, by the way. That uh, Okay. My birthday's coming up in July. If anybody can give me that scarf that I saw on Pinterest, I'd appreciate it. Cool. Uh, Kimberly, I, I, this is an awkward sentence for me to say out loud, but I have to get your answer. How do you, uh, do you fold your underwear? <laughs> I do roll my, my bottoms and then um, for... I don't know. This is an awkward. Yeah, question. you don't have to You're answer any further. You're allowed to pass just if you like. Get, just get me. <laughs> we yeah, got it. I, we got the answer. I, I don't think it's fair for the pastor's daughter to give this answer. I think <laughs> yeah. that's uh, yeah. uh, an invasion. That reminded me. Was your dad? Was he like a no dancing in this town type pastor, or was he just like a regular? Yes, he was. Oh boy, really? Was he really? Oh no. Very strict. Yes. Uh huh. Oh boy. Yeah, I grew up in a very strict uh, type of church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his dad was the pastor of the church, so wow. he took over when his father passed wow. away. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeez. So it was yeah. like a, a legacy. Was it, Was your brother encouraged to follow in that too? Or were you? I don't know if they're... Do they let women do that? Um, my, my sister, one of my sisters and my brother um, were pretty active still, but mm-hmm. me and another sister... Um, I mean, I still believe in God and I listen to sermons and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we're not as active as they are, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like going. There's also a political element to church, too, that turned me off early mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as a kid. You know, I never really dug that and wow. felt like I had no place in like a spiritual 
area. Yeah. I don't know. I like my thing. <laughs> it just makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so so you you roll your underpair. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just oh, think, guys, just thinking about underwear the entire time she's talking about it. Uh, I believe in God too, and no, I'm like, I, I believe there should be a separation between church and state, and then Jimmy's got a balloon over his head with just panties on it. <laughs> Underpants or not? <laughs> Fold. What do you do? That's terrible. Um, all right, Garen. How about a question that maybe isn't uh, putting our uh, uh, wait? What about Elliot? I gotta know what Elliot and Garen do. Yeah, what do you do? What do y'all I, do? I fold and roll. So I fold in half. Yes. And then I I, I, I don't know why, but I roll it with the the uh, waistband yeah. in the middle. That's what I do. Because I feel yeah. like that gives a nicer... Kind of holds it together if you pull yeah, it yeah, and yeah. roll Tighter it. Roll, it kind of huh? tightens it up. Yeah. yeah, but it also makes it so that mm. there's... It can fit more because I, I I try to do it the other way and they get it gets kind of wobbly if you don't fold it first, I found. I see. I would never do that. Uh, Garen? I think we all know that I just stuff it in a drawer. Of course you do. There's no question. <laughs> That's what you, a fierce person doesn't have time to roll their underpants. They just no. throw and go. No. Yep. That's the brand I buy. The throw and go? They're the best. Gross. Uh, Jimmy, did you no, answer this, right. <laughs> What, Matt? Did you answer that? I don't think you answered I, I thought I, I, I was, for the benefit of the time, I, I think we've talked before. I, I just fold mine in half yeah. and, uh, and then put them in the stack drawer them. and I stack them. Yeah. I stack them. Yeah. Uh, boxer briefs get one pile. Uh, standard briefs get two other piles. Okay. So that uh, you've got twice as many standard briefs as boxer briefs. I do. I, I as I've mentioned, uh, when when I'm feeling my and Kimberly, I apologize for the language. Uh, when That's I'm okay. feeling my ass is huge, I wear uh, the boxer brief, and when I feel like I'm in decent shape, I wear the uh, the standard brief. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, that's what happens. So twice as often you feel you feel good about yourself. I do feel I, good I, about I myself like more uh, two out of three t- uh, times. Great. Yeah. All right. That's uh, those are Hall of Fame numbers, Jimmy, for self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, it's a good average. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will tell you that today I am wearing a boxer brief, so that'll tell you how I, uh, <laughs> okay. my my self-esteem from my waist down between my uh, waist and thigh uh, today is a boxer brief. Yeah. Well, um, all right, Gary, give us another tomorrow. one that's uh, not going to offend everybody in the world. Uh, Mr. Jeffro asks at Mr. Jeffro, which do you miss more, movies or concerts? Oh. Hmm. And I assume I assume that the premise is going out to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. I've also stopped watching movies at home in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like if I can't experience it on the big screen, I don't want to see it. Uh, I got. I have to go. I know. Uh, I think I know Jimmy's answer, but I I would say movies myself. I, I, I used to go to way more movies than concerts. And uh, before I had kids, I would go to the movies every week. So uh, I just, I want to, I'd love that experience. Like the, the concert experiences can be fun, but like seeing a big Marvel movie in the theater opening night with a full house is like the greatest. Like, like that's, uh, that's like my church basically. I, is that pretentious? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I asterisk. Can dig it. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, your answer, please. Uh, I would have to say concerts. I love, especially outdoor concerts, yes. outdoor venues. Um, Hollywood Bowl, I really miss a lot. I so. agree. Uh, although yeah. th- th- this will shock everybody, I think it's movies for me too, Matt. I think huh. I, uh, wow. because I don't go to, uh, I you know, yeah. I go to a lot of concerts, but I go to more movies. Yeah. And I do love the movie experience of the popping corn and the icy cold beverage and just being in the room. I, mi- I miss all of it. I miss hmm 
every aspect of it. Even, you know me, I'll go see a shitty movie. I like, I just like mm-hmm. the experience of going to the movies. Right. Kimberly, what was the last concert you went to before the pandemic? That's a great follow-up, Matt. Great question. I'm trying to think what was the last concert. Crap. You talk about Echo Plot? Who was it? Cold Cut? <laughs> no, 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 no. At the Echoplex? Yeah, I might have been at the Echoplex. Oh, so you're like cool. You know, like good, like you go to cool, cool. places. Because <laughs> like on your special, you're talking about liking old school artists and like going to festivals where there's like a lot of old school acts, which I relate to because I like don't, uh-huh. I keep up on music a little bit, but I'd be more likely to go see like a an 80s or a 90s band um so i was expecting you to say something like that but uh if you go to the echoplex that's like hip yeah isn't it yeah i went to see um well since my breakup it's been kind of weird because that was a thing that me and my ex used to do a lot but i remember we went to see this group named king and it was somewhere on sunset i think trying to think which club it wasn't whiskey a go-go but the roxy one of the could have been the Roxy. Who? The Roxy, maybe? Yeah, I think it was the Roxy. We went to see a group named King. K-I-N-G, standard spelling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, they're uh, really good. They were Prince approved, actually, because they're from uh, Minneapolis. Uh, wow. Well, two yeah. of the girls are from Minneapolis. Cool. I'm going to look into this. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, Kimberly, I refer, to, I, I refer to Prince as the Purple King, so I uh, <laughs> he approves of this band. As you should. I mean... <laughs> There was a band in the 80s called King. Uh, the guy's name was Paul King, and he had uh, he had one hit in the 80s uh, uh-huh. that I wish I could pull. I wish I could start singing for you at the moment, but I can't. Paul King, I'm going to write it down. I don't think you'll appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Are I wanna, you sure? Maybe, maybe, maybe I can. Oh, love, 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 hurts for now, love and pride. There it is. That sounds like Pearl Jam. No, no, no. This is uh, This is listenable. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I know I'm a you don't bit. like grunge, Jimmy. I, I don't like grunge. No, I don't like grunge. It uh, it fit in a little wow. pocket of music that I just I didn't get it. I recognize on paper I should like it, but I don't. Um, Not even Soundgarden. I know. I get it, Kimberly. Get off my ass on this. I get it. I should like them, but I. Uh, you know what you did? I will. I remember this about you, Jimmy. You did oh, like oh, Temple oh, of the weird. Dog, which was that side project of uh, Soundgarden and some members of With Pearl Jam. Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Chris right. Cornell. And, and we do remember this. I, I believe I said on this show that when I saw Pearl Jam, uh, when I saw him wearing a suit performing. I was like, hey, I like Pearl Jam. I, it was, I think, the flannel curtain <laughs> jeans that turned me off. But why? That's wow. just, that's just, I that's recognize just a- that, Elliot. I'm making fun of myself. I don't need you to uh, pile on. <laughs> you, you want me to send more crows over there, you asshole? I'm more than happy to do You it. sent the crows? I sent the crows. Wake oh, up. Oh, no. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. Garen, what do you mean? Garen misses movies and more than concerts. Uh, we got that answer. <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> and uh, Elliot, same for you. you don't no, well, so here's here's the thing. Uh, I unique among among the the cast of this show. I don't enjoy going to places where there are crowds of people. Uh, so I have uh, I have sort of reveled in the 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 raising up of watching movies at home, right? Uh, amongst people, because uh, you know when you go to when you go to co- concerts and uh, movies, uh, there's other people there, and uh, they they sometimes do annoying things, and. Uh, if I want to watch a movie, I would rather uh, not not be annoyed. So mm. that's that's uh, where I come from on that. 
I get it. Hmm. Um, I think we have time for one more. Hang on a second, though. I want to. Uh, I'm hearing my young son speaking. Uh, I want to bring him into the mix here for a second. Hey, Oliver Griffin. Oliver, quickly now. Father needs you. <laughs> Oliver. Every time. Every time. Oh, he's chewing. He always he's, says father. Needs yeah. For humor. Uh, yes. for 100% for humor. 100% yeah. for humor, Kimberly. Got uh, it. Come on in. All right. He's chewing. He's chewing food. Uh, I wanted. I just want him to say hello to Kimberly because he enjoyed the special so much. And uh, I wanted to. He's respectfully chewing off camera. Okay, here we go. Come (laughs) on in, say hello. Oh, hi. Hey, Oliver. Hi. Um, I thought it was so funny. I I couldn't stop laughing. It was it was so great. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're talking. We got Kimberly Clark. You want to say hello? We're usually a very professional. Oh my god, show. I'm such a fan. You were hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Mrs. Pardo. Uh, this, uh, this is Danielle Candid, Kimberly. She's a, a comedy writer as well. Okay. Uh, but I love the whole thing. But the thing about the basketball players was my favorite. I just. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Because I, I always think that I'm like, who finds these guys attractive? <laughs> 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 They're just so like gigantic. And weird. I'm not trying to hide shame, but no. you know. It's... No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Nice to meet you. All right, scram. Thank you. <laughs> nice meeting you too. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they the were. Call the man. Oh, it's happy <laughs> birthday! I didn't get to say happy birthday to oh. Danielle. Uh, they say happy birthday, Danielle. <laughs> oh, no, just birthday. me. Only Matt said it. No one else said uh, it. Uh, it was only I texted her. her yeah, on her I birthday. had already emailed. Her. I Danielle. forgot. I did. I okay. <laughs> he her. Kimberly jumped in with a happy birthday as well. Um, yes, I have a card for her too. Trying to make me look bad. How about that? Damn it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make one. I'm going to make one. <laughs> we, had a very, we had a very nice birthday dinner. We had, uh, got some oh. bossa nova. Nice. Oh, I like the bossa nova. Ooh, that's yeah. good stuff. It was good. Did you, did you get a pizza? Bossa nova pizza? Or did we did you go not get the... pizza. We, uh, they got, uh, I believe Danielle got the sea bass. Oliver got salmon. And I got the, uh, uh, the Cajun chicken. Because you guys know. I love that chicken at Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you got. don't they have a good chimichurri steak or something? Oh, uh, I think they do, yeah. You know what? There's uh, Not everybody has their full menu during the, uh, the oh, pandemic. Yeah. So if they do, I, that was not an option uh, right. to, to, for me to take out. Mm-hmm. But the Bossa Nova's pizza is very good. Brazilian yeah, Oliver gets it from time different. to time. Yeah. Um, all right. How, how many times on this show, by the way, has my family come in to tell the guests how much they enjoy them? Once? Once or twice. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I mean, certainly, I don't remember Danielle ever doing it. Maybe one or two times you've brought Oliver in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you yeah. got the whole Pardo family I'm treatment. I'm really honored. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't happen often in this house that the three of us agree on something. Mm. That's crazy. Kimberly Clark has brought, brought this family I together. brought the family together. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You did. <laughs> We were uh, getting on each other's nerves in this pandemic, and then here comes a savior known as Kimberly Clark to save this family. Yeah. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? We kind of have to. What? How weird is it that there's like a paper company named after you or whatever? <laughs> I've been getting this all my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's cool. You know what? It's actually cool because people remember my name because it's familiar. They don't know where they know it from usually. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so I even have a joke about it, but yeah. Okay. 
it's well, cool. I, I, I love, you know what I used to do as a kid? I used to turn over tissue boxes just to see my name on it. Like, <laughs> that's my name. You know, it made me feel good. That's great. I kind of mess. These guys, you're talking. You're talking to people who like would were lucky if they could find the license plate in the gift shop that had their name on it. And you've got your name everywhere. It's like uh, you're famous, right? Toilet, toilet paper dispensers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every time someone goes to the bathroom, there I am. Uh, all right, here's the deal, everybody. Listen uh, to what I have to say now uh, as, as I save that sentence. Um, I wanted to say watch, and I said listen, and then I, I I thought I did a real good job of saving it. Yeah. Hang on, there's a phone call coming in. Maybe that's the third person I watched the documentary how much they enjoyed the special. <laughs> uh, hey, Jimmy, it's your neighbor, uh, Michael. Uh, I loved it. Totally, we loved it. Um, watch the special. Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Hatch presents Kimberly Clark. There's other great ones as well, uh, but uh, if you have not watched any of them yet, start with Kimberly's and then uh, go down the line and watch them uh, watch them all uh they are all fantastic and uh, kimberly's uh, as you saw my whole family enjoyed it uh so please uh go watch that and when the time is right we're able to go see live comedy again uh and, and while kimberly does not work the road all that often if you're in the los angeles area please try to see her uh live because uh, well hopefully is, i'll be working the road after this that's I right we want to get out there so yeah cool Look for me. All right. So look for Kimberly Clark uh, and, and look, uh, look in the mail, of course, for the check that I sent everybody. Uh, I'm sending everybody $1,400. So you're welcome <laughs> when you get that check. <laughs> yeah. I'm sending everybody $1,400. Wow. Um, that's funny. You actually you didn't bet on the Chiefs, did you? You you bet on the, the Buccaneers. That's how you're able to do that. <laughs> um, listen, I, I sent these checks before I lost all that money on the Chiefs. Oh, so no, I'm, no. I'm in, I'm in a oh, no. real bad spot. That's going to be like, tri- that's going to be over a trillion dollars, Jimmy. I've sent, uh, it's close to 1.9. Oh my God. And, uh, but <laughs> wow. everybody's getting 1,400 uh, so that you add that to the 600 that I sent earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving everybody 2,000 bucks flat. So be on the lookout in your bank for that. Those are on me. That's on okay. me, guys. Right. Happy to do it. It's weird that it, your name wasn't on it. I think Happy it was- to do it, guys. Happy to do it. I didn't want my name on it. I said, get it out quickly. Don't delay these guys. <laughs> okay. Don't delay this money. Get it out to the people. Yeah. They were like, Mr. Pardo, don't you want your name on it like the last asshole? And I said, no, no, just send it out. We're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy to do it. Uh, All right, listen. Thank you. Good to see everybody. Don't forget, uh, you want to bump up to the Platinum. Now's the time to do that. Uh, Some new trinkets and stuff uh, come along with that. Matt will talk about that, of course, in the plugs. Uh, But otherwise, uh, Kimberly, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Jimmy, Matt. Elliot and uh, the fierce one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the fierce one. Damn it. Uh, mark that down because that's what he's going to be called from here on out. Um, Kimberly, don't run away. We have to say goodbye to you off the air. Uh, okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate uh, you uh, listening and subscribing and uh, so on and so forth. I hope everybody is uh, staying safe. Uh, as I keep saying, quit fucking around. Wear your mask. Let's end this thing. On behalf of the pop culture beast, there he is. The number one funny weather, that's, that's Garen Cockrell. Uh, behind the video of Village of Palms, California, the lazy skeptic, Ellie Hoberg, holding down the fort at Never Not Funny HQ in Sherman Oaks, California. That's Matt Belknap. And our new friend of the show, Kimberly Clark. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.